This episode is brought to you by Camerary Brothers Bakery. You got your life, but where's Ronnie's? So snap out of it and go visit Camerary Brothers Bakery. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And joining us today, uh, we have a very special guest. Our number one fan uh, <laughs> of the of the show, Miss Annie Wilkes. I'm <laughs> <Hello>. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself, buddy. Oh, I am Alan. Welcome to the show, Alan. And today we are finally doing it. We've said it in many other episodes that we're doing it, so we're doing it today. Hope we don't disappoint. But this is part one of three of Nicolas Cage. Rage and Cage. Rage and Cajun, all Nick Cage. <laughs> so excited. But of course, before we get into that, Jesse, what did you watch recently? Um, all Nick Cage movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, mostly, but um, I finished um, Orange is the New Black. It's only been over with for like four or five years, maybe okay. less okay. than that. But uh, I finished the last season, finally. Did it end great? And no. How many satisfied. seasons does that have? Seven. Oh. It took forever. Like, it just, I don't know. But you kept watching, so it's gotta be good. Oh, yeah, because I wanted to finish it because I watched the other six. But um, also, I binged um, that new Netflix uh, show that's uh, The Woman Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. I saw that title. Kristen Bell. I was confused. Oh, that's the new yeah. one. I got yeah. that confused with the one with Amy Adams. Yeah, the girl in the window. Yeah, yeah. I was and like, I was oh, this is like, a spoof movie. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, and then it is. The girl it's on like the train. A, but it's not like spoof as in like scary movie or right. like, you know, like it's more like I feel like it's like a satire, I guess okay. you would call it. Um, it's definitely, you know, poking fun at murder mysteries. And so I then... definitely called out who did it and I was right, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay, so then what's the girl on the train? Or the girl with the dragon tattoo? No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of those kind of movies. Well, those are actual crime <laughs> Yeah, I know, movies, I know. I've seen that one. And based on books. <laughs> this right. one's not based on a book. It's just... It might be. I don't think so. Okay. But All right. it was actually really good, and I love Kristen Bell, so... And it kept me interested, and I think there's only eight episodes. Yeah. Sarah Marshall. And they were fast, like 20 minutes, so... Oh, okay. Short show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I binged it in one day. Right, and still had right. plenty of time. You are the binger. Over. I know. In the group. Uh, is that all? Well, we'll get to the others. Right, right. Nick yeah. Cage movies. Uh, how about you, Alan? Anything not Nick Cage? I mean, outside of the 32 films that I watched in a week and a half? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I started the show what? Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> That's only like a handful of Nick Cage's yeah. full filmography. It was anyway. a list. It was a list. <laughs> that, was, that was all Nick Cage? No, it wasn't literally 30 of them, but it was Oh, like 10 okay. I was like, it was at Holy least 29. Shit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> at least 29. <laughs> no, I started the show Yellowstone. I heard uh, that's good. It is good. If you're a fan of Kevin Costner, if you're not, don't watch it. Because you'll just like, be talking. I do like Kevin shit. Costner. But it's a good cast. Him. It's got um, Cole Hauser. Oh, yeah. He was the one I most recognized him was from Too Fast Too Furious. He was the villain, yeah, or the cave, yeah, that too. The monsters in the cave. It was like a really crappy version of the descent. <laughs> he was in the breakup. He played oh, uh, I did Vince Vaughn's brother too. Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff actually. If you if you look up his uh-huh. filmography, Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser. If you look him up, you're like, oh, know. that guy. 
<laughs> no, but it, it's good. It's good. I'm yeah. like mid season two, and I think there's like five seasons left. Right? Isn't okay. there one that just is coming out or whatever that uh, Tom Hanks is a part of? Maybe it's like a different era though, but it's still a part of the same yeah. series. Hmm. Maybe I'll watch it. It's Tom Hanks. But uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot of good it. things. It's I... on Peacock. It's worth it though. Okay, Peacock. And it's like eight episodes per season, so it's not like you have to sit there for a fort day and a fortnight. <laughs> to get through a season like some of other Costner's movies hey, like Waterworld leave the cost man alone <laughs> nah I, I respect the man the, I, Waterworld's terrible but I like it uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I also started a show it's been out for years and years probably longer than Orange the, the New Black <laughs> but I finally just wanted to watch it because a big big fan of Nathan Fillion I started Castle yeah, it's all oh, on Hulu. That has there's, way more seasons. Yeah, there's eight seasons yeah. of that. I want to say ten or or so episodes a season, though. But they're like 46 minutes apiece. Oh, okay. So, That's Orange is the New Black is like uh, like an hour. Hmm. Now, the first two seasons are like 20 episodes. Is it? I, don't, I guess I, I, cause I I'm just watching them back and forth. I don't know. I'm like, oh my you God. You finished it all? No. God, oh, no. no. I'm, I'm only in like the middle of season <laughs> two. Yeah, okay. The first... Season and the second one, I believe, are like 23 episodes. Well, because was like, it was oh on God. ABC, they cut down for commercials and stuff. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Orange, what was that on? Like Showtime? Was that what that Netflix. was on? Netflix. Netflix, man. Oh, that was a Netflix show? Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought. But it's good so far. I Like I said, I like Nathan Fillion, and he is the most Nathan Fillion of all of his stuff. He's basically <laughs> his Firefly character, but in a as that character. Yeah, I hear really good things about that, too. And um, I know a lot of people have liked it, but I've, it's just something I've never sat down and watched. It's worth it if you like that guy. Where are I you was watching, it? watching it? It's on Hulu. Yeah. It's on Hulu for oh, all okay. 80, eight seasons. There is one episode, and it's literally for like 10 seconds, but it's it's a Halloween party that he's throwing, and he comes out, and he's dressed as his character from Firefly. <laughs> Only great. for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, because he has well, a daughter. Something happened. And he has a daughter on the show, and she's just like, "What are you supposed to be?" And he's like, "Space cowboy." Like, What's it about? He's an author. He's like a like a um, mystery murder novel writer, uh, and he has all these books. And his name's like Richard Castle. And the first episode, there's um, a murder happens, like a real murder, and they like used a part in one of his books to that, that made was what the murder looks like oh. so they you know talk to him about it and see if he can help solve and then, that and case then and then he he's, and he's like so popular um like and he's rich and he knows like all like the government officials and like the mayor and all this <laughs> stuff they're all friends with each other and stuff with him mm-hmm. and he decides that he's gonna write a new book series uh, about a female police detective and he wants it to be the the girl in the show the main police detective so the mayor's like well you can follow her around on all her cases make it authentic yeah so he can get inspiration (laughs) for his book and you know of course he likes her but she's annoyed by him but she has to because the mayor wants her to to take him on all these cases and he's really good at it vaguely familiar like lucifer He's really good at it, though, because he has all that knowledge for his books and stuff. So he does actually help. And, like, each episode is, like, a different case, basically. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Well, I would hope that it would be a different case. Yeah. So it was, like, episode. Supernatural it's for like a while, where one, every episode was a different monster they hunted. Yeah. 
I'm like, wow, these cops fucking suck. But I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, eight seasons of this? Because that's how I felt when I watched Supernatural. Because in the beginning with Supernatural, it was like every episode was a different monster they chased. It was a different case. And I was like, how long can they keep doing this for? I feel like it's going to get stale after a while. And then it changes. So I'm a serial killer that Yeah, I'm thinking in in Castle that's going to be that too. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but it is like. Seasons of nothing. So. And I also want to mention, I did go see Jackass Forever yesterday. Hilarious, but it is one of those movies, either you really you like Jackass or you hate Jackass. So he if saw you're not, too many penises. There's a lot of dicks in that movie. <laughs> a lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. <laughs> a lot of dicks. But it was hilarious, and it was gross, and it was a good time. <laughs> so, not going to spoil anything, but it's uh, it's funny. If you like the other Jackass movies, it's, it's great. If you don't like them, you can skip it. <laughs> yeah, I do like them, actually. Then I, recommend I haven't seen seeing the it. first one in a really long time, but I think I rewatched like the, the second one not too long ago. The face stimulator. That's still one of my favorite skits from the first movie where they have those things on their face and it's stimulating their face with the... Oh, yeah. And he puts them on different parts <laughs> of the... It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I can't do the the, uh, the fart helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that was two. Most I people didn't like the so. porta potty one. Or Steve-O got launched and it was a porta potty bungee Oh, that was not as bad because, you know... Because it deals it, with poop. It's just like the... the, the uh, yeah, vomiting, the, yeah. No, the I, get it. I get and, it. Um, That's why I want to bring up sweatsuit cocktail is the worst. It is worse than <laughs> the, the fart helmet. The leech on the eye. That was pretty yeah. badass. <laughs> I can't. My favorite was Bad Grandpa. I know it's not oh, jackass, yeah. but like that was the one I enjoyed the most, like where I laughed the hardest. Was when he was, he's he's got well, some old him, man parts. Him in the as movie. that grandpa is hilarious anyway. <laughs> nuts just hanging. Yeah, sucking like, on my titties like you want him oh, yeah. calling me. That's, <laughs> that's the song that I always think of when I peaches. Think of him. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that about does it. I also rewatched Braveheart because that movie's awesome, but I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> I was trying to think Don't make which fun one of was. I was, like, was trying like, to think. I was like, Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. No, I know. Right? But they can't yeah. yeah. read them. Freedom. I didn't finish this. This is a really so terrible though. Scottish so, accent. Yeah, but it's a good movie, though. Yeah. It's well directed by him. Um, okay, sure. <laughs> anyways, we can start Nick Cage. Raging Cage. Um, born Nicholas Coppola. That name sounds familiar? Yes, he is the nep- nephew of director Francis Ford Coppola, the director of the Godfather trilogy. Never seen it. But you know that trilogy, and it's that's a, sh- a big name. I mean, if you look up no, his no, to not If you look up his that, name, you know his you know what his movies are even if you haven't seen them. He also did The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. <clears throat> Dracula in the 90s with Keanu Reeves terrible accent <laughs> that movie pissed me off so bad I you could to say you could say so it sucked oh I, I don't hey, think I didn't I say the one it. word so no I know but that's, that's it's a vampire so movie so it's it called Dracula yeah Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula Gary Oldman oh. played Dracula with the weird butt wig yeah. The, yeah. The, the hair that looks okay. like a butt it's been a long time it's a good movie mm-hmm. it's it's well made but there are just Parts in it where it's Winona like, Ryder's in that. Yeah, yeah. Winona Herb is also in it. <laughs> um, I actually said her name right. Are you yeah. proud? I, I said I Winona. You're right. You're right. You did. 
Uh, it's just, yeah, she's a little weird in it, and so is Keanu Reeves, but, you know, it's worth the watch. Yeah. I've, I've seen it, but it's been, like, really a long time. Um, the Coppola family is pretty big because Nick Cage's cousins are Sofia Coppola, uh, who started as an actress, uh, not very good in her career, but then they became a director. She directed Lost in Translation. Um, he's also cousins to Jason Schwartzman, who is in Scott Pilgrim, uh, Rushmore, tons of movies. A lot of the Wes Anderson movies, Royal Time Bombs. Uh, Gideon. The, oh, that guy with the glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's in a ton the of main stuff. Guy, right? Yeah, and he's uh, he's also the drummer of a punk rock band called Phantom Planet. They got some good stuff. He 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 that started Scott Pilgrimy. He started in that <laughs> band, and then he became an actor during being in the band. And I don't think the band does anything anymore, but maybe maybe they do. I just haven't really looked into oh, it. Okay. But I know that the lead singer of that band was in Donnie Darko as the bully, the main bully. With Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen is in Donnie Darko. Yeah, he was a bully. Again, it's been a long It's crazy time to go back and look at, look at him in that. It's not, like, my favorite movie ever. I didn't care for it. Yeah. It's, it's a very unpopular opinion, honestly. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to... I'm not... No. I told her that when we watched it. I loved it, but I'm not, like... I'm not going to be, like... You didn't like it? You just didn't get it. No, I'm not like that. I, I do like the movie. I enjoyed it. I ju- it's just not my favorite movie. It was the first time seeing Swayze as sort of a skeezy character, and I like that. And that was like my first real introduction to Jake Gyllenhaal, besides um, October Sky and Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. <laughs> I was just about to say Bubble Boy. <laughs> so I didn't really know much about him except for those movies, so it was... Um, he I did. He, Nick Cage was once married to Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's daughter. Oh, so yeah. at a time, I actually knew that. Yeah, yeah, at a time, Elvis was yeah, his uh, father-in-law. That's so crazy. And he's a huge Elvis fan. So before he became his son-in-law, <laughs> um, in '97 he lived in a fake castle on the outskirts of L.A. He bought a castle and lived in a castle. It was a if fake a- castle because it's not like a real medieval castle. It's just like a. They built it to oh, make okay. it look I was like, like a castle. He lives in a castle, but, <laughs> but it's, it's fake. fake. Yeah, it's not like a real one from history. Okay. Because it's in LA. <laughs> or outside a castle LA. is a castle. Um, and me. he was known for, you know, buying like such huge and expensive properties throughout his life in the 90, early 90s and early 2000s. And that's one of the reasons why he was in such debt to that's now and why he takes, <clears throat> he says yes to almost every movie to pay off that debt. And he. You know, Can he sell some of his properties, or well, has he? He did state the reason why he did that, why he kept buying so many high high price properties. It was a way to protect his money. He instead of like does re- it seem like it did any? Protection? Well, he was I know he was relying <laughs> on real estate as opposed to relying on banks and bonds for his money. Mm-hmm. But however, the real estate bubble collapsed and it got him into a lot of debt. So that's just that was the main reason why he did that stuff. You know. Each their own, I guess. And you remember, he was supposed to star as Superman in Superman Lives oh. by Tim Burton, the movie that got canceled. I would not like to see him as Superman, but on the other side, I Burton. kind of want 
This would have been like him. prime Nick Cage. Yeah, this is prime like Nick Cage. Ninety, like mid nineties. This was like ninety four, ninety five, okay. so it would have been prime. I would have been. You know, they and Tim Burton. You know, it was after doing Batman Returns. Yeah, because they did ask him to do Batman Forever, and he said no. Um, well, also because Batman Returns was we've talked about this. It was too I scary for kids. Because that movie is just. It's watchable though, but Burton stayed on as producer though. But there's some casting issues that they could have worked around. Val Kilmer was fine. Not a fan as of Nicole Kidman as Doctor uh, Chase Meridian. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Poison Ivy for me. That's Batman, Batman and Robin. That was Batman and Robin. That's no. the one after. I thought Uma Thurman was in. Yeah, in Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Batman Forever. Okay. Batman yeah. Forever's Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew when that. Went. Yeah, I just no, thought Poison they were, Ivy's the next one. All in that. Nah, it was Poison Ivy and no, that was the next one. Okay. Just kidding. No, Batman Forever is actually pretty great. I, I do like that one. Because we're so used to the Burton stuff, so it's understandable. Yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey as the Riddler was... Perfect. Yeah. That Perfect. I dressed up as him one year. That's awesome. Which one? Like the tights, or was it? did you have the suit? I did not have the suit, no. It was just like a shirt and like... I want the suit. Wasn't, I was not wearing... With the light-up question marks? <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, actually, the suit would have been better than the... Body, whatever that the unitard, leotard, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of want to watch that movie now. Um, now I kind of want to actually do the suit. <laughs> should. So this episode, like I said, part one of three. Um, we were just focusing on movies that he did from the eighties and nineties. So, not all of them. There is a lot. I mean, you look up this guy's filmography; it's huge. Yeah. But you know, we tried to pick a few of the. Maybe not so well-known ones, but then, of course, all the ones that everybody I knows. think I watched, like, 12, and that that was, like, just half, probably, of his it's 80s, fine. 90s movies, so. I am different. I've watched a lot of these just normally throughout the year. <laughs> I mean, none of them to prepare me for this episode. Yeah, I just There was a couple them. I didn't watch. I'm just like, you know, a couple of months ago, I'm like, I want to watch Con Air again. Okay. I did. For oh, no reason, just to watch Con Air again. Yeah, that was me. That's me in Face Off. I think that's one of my Face names. Off. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to that. There's yeah, some great one, stuff. It's one in of my that. faves. Uh, so I started the list. 1982. He did a couple of like made-for-TV appearances, and then some like a short film. But his first actual full-length appearance, even though he's literally in it for like two scenes, and he claimed he doesn't have a line, but I think he does. Even though it's a, like a tiny line, might not even even be a full sentence. But it's Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where he played one of Brad Hamilton's friends, and worked with him at the he the burger place. Have a line, but we're, <laughs> we're I'm gonna find. I think okay, I still I'm gonna go watch this. We're I gonna think watch I still it. have it recorded. It's a good so movie. We're gonna watch it. Just the, that. All right, that it's part. a good movie. He might not have a line, then, but yeah. But I just want to say I put it on the list because because right, you're always right. I am not. The the it's true he's not. I'm not. The I'm human. <laughs> the I put it on the list because it was his first appearance in a full length right. theatrical movie. And it was also the last first and last time he credited himself as Nicholas Coppola. After that he became Nicholas Cage for Valley Girl and Beyond. Now he got that he didn't want to use Coppola uh, because yeah, he didn't want to nepotism. He didn't want to want people to hire him based on the fact that he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. 
He wanted to make his own way. See, I would have never. So he picked um, kind of like, um, Put that together. you know, Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen, and then Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez is, Estevez is the actual last name of that family. The other guys went with Sheen. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, it's huh. Charlie Sheen's real name is Carlos Estevez. And he used it when That's he was in when he was in the Machete sequel. He used that name on the on the credits, which was great. <laughs> um, but he chose Cage uh, because he's a big fan of Marvel Comics. The character Luke Cage, that's where oh, he got the name yeah, from. Yeah, okay, I think we did talk about yeah. this. So that's great. Cage is a great name. It's a good last name to have. Wish my last name was Cage. <laughs> I mean, you can <laughs> change it. I can. I don't want to do the paperwork. <laughs> Brian Sounds like a Cage. lot. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Oh, you know what? That's got a ring to it. Yeah. Not saying I could be like Nick Cage <laughs> and Johnny Cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so his next movie in 1983 was his first starring role, and that would be Valley Girl. Did I you ju- guys watch that? Yep, oh, I boy. did. Tell me about it. I didn't want, I haven't seen it in forever, so you guys, it's fresh for you guys. It is, Get close. It is the basic punk rock kid girl from the valley she's got valley friends and all that so it's like you've seen the storyline before they're like you shouldn't be with him he's like, like romeo he's and Juliet. not good this enough for you like, wow. yeah <laughs> or grease mm-hmm. his hair in this movie is amazing and his eyebrows and his hair is amazing, wonder, is amazing. Like, i was like his mouth is different to me like that's a i don't know if he comment. got i know but it's just like <laughs> yeah he it's okay like, I don't know how to describe it, but it just looks different to me. I thought I was like, yeah, Valerie, yeah. maybe he's still going through. And he's got, he's like, like hey. <laughs> yeah. Puppy dog eyes. Yeah, we can go there. Yeah. That's, a that. That's a good cage. That's a good cage. That's how he is in this movie because. <laughs> it's not you. It's your friends. Yeah. It's your fucking friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue is cheesy, but it's what you of expect course. from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, typical. But it's a rom com. Yeah. Like, I mean, Camps rom-com. in her like yard. High school movie. It's like, right? uh, I told you, it's like, it's like Grease. It's like Grease, but not a musical. But not, but not it's, a musical. It's the same premise. But yeah. It was still good. It was watchable. But he doesn't change himself to try to impress her. No. But he does camp why out he? in her just front yard himself. with a sleeping bag that was and sleeps, funny. <clears throat> sleeps on her. And he was trying to get her back, and he was like the movie ticket <laughs> checker. <laughs> and he was being a dick to her boyfriend. Um, interesting. Um, not sure any of the releases now for that movie as far as like a new edition on video or whatever. But when that movie first came out, the posters for it, it had Nick Cage on it, and then it had another actress on it. But it wasn't Deborah Foreman, the actual lead female actress it was a different actress that only has a couple scenes in the movie it was weird. a weird little that's mistake that they made that because yeah. like the little cover um, yeah on tv like, i was that's, like that's, that's not Deborah Foreman. Deborah Foreman. this is like some taller <laughs> yeah lot, longer i think they fixed hair. it even notice it was i think crazy. they fixed it for Unless later re-releases it. but yeah in oh. the beginning it was a it diff- was weird yeah i was like that's because they had real. some yeah. casting um swaps um, and I guess after the poster was made, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. She, she... <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for her in the movie. Yeah, I was just <laughs> as an actress. That, I was yeah, like, I was oh. like, she wasn't the greatest. Like, she wasn't awful, but lead. it's like mm. I would have rather that? seen um, who's the girl from Pee Wee's that we were talking oh, about, Elizabeth Daly. I would have rather seen or her e. Daly. in the lead role opposite Nick Cage because voice of Tommy Pickles oh Pee-wee's Big Adventure Dottie oh yeah she's, she was in that she's in yeah, she so was. many yeah. things she was she used to be a singer 
uh, in the 80s I as well. I text you immediately. <laughs> Watch uh, Better Off Dead with uh, John Cusack, classic 80s John Cusack, and she sings a song that she did in, yeah, uh, I think for the she's soundtrack. Yeah, the Devil's it. Rejects. Yeah, she's a prostitute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She played mm-hmm. a Still with the squeaky movie. voice. Like she was... <laughs> She played it well. She was, yeah. She's yeah. great. She was pretty loose in this movie. She mm-hmm. was, yeah. Was like, she was oh. loose in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Loosey-goosey. Yeah. yeah, I like her. She's really, yeah, she's she a great was, voice actress yeah. and very talented. She was a huge crush for me. Pee-wee, so. Well, we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> he liked her we Pee-wee. About that. <laughs> he came in, he texted me with that, and I was like, I'm not talking to you. Like, I'm going to finish this Nick Cage list. <laughs> Um, maybe I need to revisit Valley Girl because it's it's, it's been watchable. Years. It's worth it's, a watch just it's for his um, hair and eyebrows alone. Pluto. Pluto. Yeah, I just right. happened to find it in the romance section because I I can't search, okay. and it pissed me off. And all the it's so weird. Like it, it's very strange. I wish you can search like because I know Amazon lets you do it, but I wish that you can search by actors. You can. In all the streaming platforms. Oh, Some of I them, usually they won't do. let you do that. Uh, I do it Netflix. It just doesn't I do bring it up the whole thing. It yeah. usually brings up just like, if it's a stand-up, it'll bring all their stand-up stuff because their name is in the title. Wow, not for me. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> just not doing The next right. one I put on the list, also came out in 1983, is called Rumblefish, which is another uh, movie adaptation uh, by um, based on the book by S.C. Hinton, who wrote The Outsiders. And it was also directed by Francis Ford Coppola because it was, now you can just say it's the only movie that Cage acted for his uncle, but very bit role because it stars Matt Dillon and Mickey Rourke in the lead. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't watch this because I knew that he wasn't like it's a, okay. a lead. But I also, I don't think I could find it either. I, I, I saw it a long time ago, back when I saw Outside, Outsiders for the first time. I don't think I read the book, but Rumblefish, but of course I read Outsiders. I didn't know it was a book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. He's in there. Mm-hmm. So is Chris Penn. Uh, in 1986, I skip up to 1986. <laughs> it's my favorite. This is one of my favorites. It, I, I skipped a few other ones that he was in between, but we just didn't have enough time. There's a lot of Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, is Peggy Sue got married? His voice in this movie like i saw this kind of sounds like like yeah. really squeaky yeah just like, like that almost oh, i miss you peggy like oh my gosh i had Is that to... pretty good it's been a while since i've seen yeah. it but i can picture 80s cage doing that actually because it, i think it's, it's on such, stars it's His such a weird stuff, choice he just had a he he his tone was different even like yeah. a valley girl like the well, that's why like, I told Josh, I said, how it's does he bed. go? Yeah. I was like, how does he go from this to this? I see. That it's was really terrible. Yeah. I can't. It's yeah, okay. I can't. yeah, I could see it. I like, haven't seen it in a long time. But it's, like the, the part that cracked me up is I've seen this movie probably a few times and I just love it because his acting is so bad and his voice it's a good is movie, so bad. Though. But it's just. I just love this movie. But uh, when she's like trying to do it with him in the car and he's she's like naming <laughs> his private parts and stuff. Oh. And then he's like, you mean Mawain? <laughs> <laughs> and the way he says that, I was like half asleep and Josh was watching it and I just started cracking up. Because I guess I just, I don't know why I've never noticed the way he said that and all the other times I watched it. And then at the end, when he's like pulling her out in the rain and like dragging her through the rain or whatever. And he's like, I told my father. Like, 
way he says that too is just the best. Um, it is a good movie. I do like it. Kathleen Turner plays Peggy Sue. Um, uh, back when uh, her voice was more normal. Yeah. Um, and you got Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is so great mm-hmm. in it. Helen Hunt is also in it. Yeah. Um, Not and, long, but... Right. And then uh, we get Sofia Coppola, who plays Peggy's sister for a couple of scenes. So we got oh, two of the Coppola cousins acting okay. together. Yeah. Uh, another... Uh, well, so ba- back to his voice. His really, really thin voice. Um, Such he a did it on purpose. Thing. So he basically... Yeah, see, I didn't know it was on purpose. Yeah, I, I he, just thought he just hadn't Cage. hit puberty yet. <laughs> Like, well, I mean, you heard him in Valley Girl, and know, that was three why, years that, before. That, I saw this before I saw Valley Girl. Okay. And yeah. then I saw that, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, he did, He did. you know, Cage, throughout the years, he's, I wouldn't say he's method, but he does try to do things different to make him stand out. And in this one, it's... I wonder yeah, if he asked people beforehand, because he should. I think he just does it just and does sees it. what happens. Yeah, so, yeah. And then it's the case with this. So Cage based mm-hmm. his voice on Pokey from Gumby. Which and is if you remember, Gumby a has choice. a thin voice. And so the producers strange. wanted to fire him immediately for that. But he fought it, and they went with it. And the rest is history. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of grateful, on the other hand, that because it, it is hilarious mm. and, and it's just a great movie just for that. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I, I will say I'm grateful, but it, it is a very weird choice knowing that that was on purpose. Now I kind of want to go rewatch it. I haven't seen it. It's like, so I think good. It's on it was my, my mom's favorite. I have it on, have it on she DVD. She would always have so. it on VHS in the background <laughs> I think like, I, all the time. Is your VCR working? I think... I'm still has hers. Okay. I have it. I have it on VHS. Yeah, I have <laughs> but no, it's on. It's on Hulu. Actually, oh, okay. So, it's, I, I, I thought it was on uh, Stars. I'm pretty sure it's on Stars. Yeah. Maybe it's on both. Yeah. It's oh, it's on Hulu, Hulu with Stars. Like, okay, have, that's like, what my it is. Hulu oh, contains all. Of them, so, yeah. Okay, that makes. sense. I still haven't used that yet. I'm going to. So I was like, I looked on Hulu now. and that shit was not on there. But okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I had one last little little trivia about this, and it's for fans of the movie La Bamba, but it in the. Prom scene, uh, there's a singer singing uh, Peggy Sue, and it's actually, which is by Buddy Holly, the actual song, but the uh, person singing it, his name is Marshall Crenshaw, and he actually plays Buddy Holly in La Bamba and sings all the Buddy Holly songs in that. So he's a good Buddy Holly impersonator. Interesting. Better than Gary Busey, sorry. La Bamba was a good movie, man. I Gary love La Bamba. He was. They made a Buddy Holly movie back in the 80s. It was called The Buddy Holly Story. And Gary Busey, before he became crazy, okay. was Buddy Holly. All right. He did kind of look like him. He did, yeah. did kind of look like him. <laughs> yeah. Peggy Sue got married. 1986. In 1987, we got, I believe, is maybe the first or second film by the Coen brothers, the guys who gave us The Big Lebowski and uh, uh, Lady Killers and few other things. Raising Arizona, 1987. Mm-hmm. Where Cage plays H.I. McDonough. Great name. <laughs> great hair. He, great hair with the... Great with the, uh, yeah. Tell me, that's the... He was, I think he, he kind of inspired the look, especially with like the shirt and everything. Kind of a Woody Woodpecker type of acting is what he was going for. Yeah. And it's got Holly Hunter. Um, I like her. Young Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. Right, not Helen Hunt, who I was, I think I had mixed, mixed her with. But she still looks exactly the same. She does. Mm-hmm. She was She's great. She's aged fine. But that's why I like watching older movies, because you get to see 
famous people who weren't famous. Right. And yeah. movies you'd be like, oh shit. Right. That's yeah. why I say, rewatch Dining Darko and you see Seth Rogen in there. Right. <laughs> it, I also um, want to watch that Texas Chainsaw with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. <laughs> Do it. It is yeah, worth it just him for him. And Renee alone, it's fantastic. <laughs> just like I was saying, Street Fighter Legend of Chung Lee is worth it just for Chris yeah. Klein's over the top hammy acting. Yeah. That Texas Call Chainsaw Nash. movie is worth it just for that. <laughs> It's so my bad. Goodness. It's so bad. My goodness. Um, not not a, everybody's favorite. Raising Arizona. I liked it because I grew up with it, so right. I'm a little different. I but if you're it for the first time. right, if you're yeah. watching it, now, it's understandable because we've had all these other great Coen brother I movies. To love it, it's okay. I, I mean, there I'm was things that I liked about it, but then there's things where I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> but but I think you know he's a criminal and he falls in love with a cop and they. You know, they want to have a baby Hal? together. Yeah. Is that her name? I think something like that. Mm. Um, they want to have a baby, something. but she can't conceive. Yeah. So they decide to kidnap the uh, quintuplets from like a rich furniture salesman. <laughs> yeah, there's like five yeah. of them and they took one. Yeah. Right. Well, they got more than they, what they need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. Um, it's a really bonkers yeah. story, yeah. but it's great. And that bounty hunter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle. Yeah, and he gets uh, blown up. Randall Tex Cobb, if you look up that guy's name, he's in a lot of stuff, and he plays kind of a similar character in everything he does. Um, I had the guy, another guy... Uh, uh, William Forsythe is in there. He's one of his yeah. buddies. One, um, the prison buddies. Yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, yeah John Goodman. John Goodman. Young John Goodman. The Devil's Rejects. He's, yeah, that's William Forsythe. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. The sheriff. Or Flat Top from Dick Tracy. Because I, uh-huh. I knew, I was looking at his face, and mm-hmm. I was like... Yeah, I just imagine him being an asshole. Yeah, and I was usually like, what plays an asshole. Yeah, he usually plays just a dick. He was even and he was even a dick cop in Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> He's wasn't he in um, <laughs> The Rock as the asshole cop? Yeah, he yeah. was. He was yeah. uh, like an agent. Oh yeah, like a government yeah. agent. Yeah, he but, totally like, was. He always plays like the dickhead cop. Yeah. Every and time he's I good at it, but he's good at it. He's really good at it. He's got his eight ball um, interesting little little trivia on this. Uh, Fifteen babies played the Arizona quintuplets. One of the babies was fired when he learned to walk. <laughs> so his mother tried to fix that by making him wear shoes backwards, which would prevent him from walking. <laughs> oh my ah, the eighties! What a time to be alive. Terrible. Um, How do you even get them on their feet? I don't know. That's all I read about, and it just was. I had to share it. It's <laughs> not worth it. That's not worth it. Um, <laughs> in the movie, H.I., uh, his work uniform says uh, Hudsucker Industries, and it's actually featured in, an, in a later Coen Brother movie called The Hudsucker Proxy with Tim Robbins and Bruce Campbell. And it's a good movie. It's weird, but it's about the Hudsucker industry. So it's like almost like the shared universe of Coen Brother movies. So Yeah, I like that movie. I think my favorite part was when he. Spoilers. Sorry. Hud- in, in, anybody, in, exactly. in Hudsucker? Yeah. No, in uh, oh, Raising Arizona. It was when he goes and gets, he robs the store for the Huggies. And he keeps dropping He keeps it. dropping them. But yeah. his determination, damn it, I was like, get those diapers, man. I was like, I hope he gets those diapers, man. And then he did. He came back around like I was like, there you go. Yeah. I liked that part. It was just hilarious. It was like, yeah, you just I, wanted I his was baby rooting diapers. for him when he was... <laughs> Getting away from the cops, and then he lost him at one point. And I'm like, oh, all yeah, that for like, nothing. This <laughs> one back around the guy. That was, was a big-ass yeah. pack of diapers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, gotta have them. All them yeah. babies. Need them diapers. He only had one baby. I know. Only one. <laughs> 
Well, it's best to be prepared. Yeah. All right. In 1987, we also got Moonstruck. Oh, I, I s- loved this. I saw this in theaters. I love oh. my Cher, mom. Though. Wow. I'm old. Yeah. Mm. You were what? Five. Yeah, I'm not five. That no. old. Well, no. But I went with my mom. So. But, I mean, you were five at the time. Still went inside. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and Moonstruck stars Cher. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's great and everything. And, in fact, the studio didn't like Cage's screen test. Uh, they didn't even want him when he tested for the movie. But Cher absolutely wanted him and actually told the producer she would walk off set and quit if they don't hire him. I am so glad now, she did that. And they did. Same. Now, was the wood hand his idea? Was that another method thing? Well, I'm not sure about if it's in the script or not. Just, it might have been. I just kept but thinking his, of Happy Gilmore. But his um, showing up to the screen. It is all in yeah. there. I got his wood hand. He's it, like, it, I'm going to have a story. He's like, <laughs> just made up the story on spot of how he lost his hand. It is, it is all in the hips. Um but <laughs> but he did uh he was his acting style like especially during the the hand speech scene yeah. um was inspired by an old movie uh, this old german expressionist film which i actually have it's a silent film it's called metropolis i think it came out in 1931 and there's an actor in it who does like this over the top theatrical thing with his hand so that's what he based that on but other than that i'm not sure yeah, it was it was a little surprising at some parts when it's like they went to go talk and then next thing I know they were making out and I was like, where? What happened? Because, it was the eighties. That's yeah, what happened. Like, In the eighties, you could just you guys bang, bang, were just boom. like like he like hated you yeah, and then shouting like, and now right, and but then all of a sudden, doesn't yeah. that happen in that movie, The Notebook? I've never seen it, but I hear people That's say... That's different. They yeah, have history. That, that was history. Yeah, no, okay. I've never like seen it. Meeting, like, I've never seen like, yeah, it. Yeah, literally, the first meeting, and in then the out, bakery, out down of nowhere. the basement. Like, yeah, it was... I was like... Well, he was my biggest takeaway it, from girl, this but... movie. I was like, so this movie just condones cheating. Because if you think about it, nobody paid any consequence whatsoever. You had Cher banging Ronnie, right? And she was engaged. Her dad had a so side brother. piece. Yeah, his dad had a side piece, and the mom kind of knew about it, but then she ended up having dinner with the dad from Fraser Crane, and there was mad flirtatious. And then in the end, when Johnny comes back, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm banging her now. And then they made him sit through the celebratory champagne breakfast yeah. and yeah. cheers to it. I was like... And then the movie was over. And then, yeah. and then the mom, like, the dad was just like, whatever. He, like, he didn't have to pay. I was like, so this is... 80s man yeah you could just cheat yeah. and get away with it no consequences i do agree it's true. was very it was, it was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. i was like what yeah. <laughs> not one person had to pay any i was wondering how movie. it was gonna end because, but then you know the, the the fiance comes back and he's like i can't marry you my mom's alive and i'm like so you were only gonna marry her because your mom was dying the 80s. That's yeah. Really, she's been banging your brother. It was like they just ran out of time and they were like, let's just do this. Let's just let's wrap Let's just have this a breakfast at the yeah. end and everybody's drinking. But no, it was still good. I it was still, still a good movie, yeah. but I was like, not one person. That is hilarious because it was true. person. It is true. Not one and then, person. Yeah, then they had all breakfast together. Drinking like, champagne. Cheers. Yeah. I was like, I, I wouldn't be cheering any of this, man. 
Yeah. Banging my fiance? He'd be like flipping the right. table. Right. I would have I'd have caused the scene. <laughs> I'd have caused the scene. Yeah. And took the champagne on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so true. It was still a good watch though. Yeah. So that was Moonstruck, nineteen eighty seven. Worth a watch yeah, for sure. I recommend. Even if you're you know, if you're a Cher fan, that was because wow, she was fan. really I liked good her in that it. movie. Yeah, I like She doesn't her. do too Shaky many movies, but all around, that's good. one of her she best. She was great in Burlesque. I love that movie. Mermaids? Did you ever yeah. see that one? Mm-hmm. Christina. Yeah. Christina Ricci. Yeah. yeah. No, I, didn't, I never saw it. Kind of sad. That but it was good. Moon and moon oh, mask. Yeah. I was like, Massive is this moon? Where was just like... Don't forget her in Mask. What? Mask. Oh, Mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was really good in that. Yeah, that was a good movie. I forgot about that. Also sad. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> that was very sad. Yeah. I was like, oh. But that's what, but it's based on, like, that was a real thing, right? That's a real person. No, that was Eric Stoltz that played no, that. No, based on a real yes. person. Yeah. Yes, thank yes. you. No, I know that. <laughs> Eric Stoltz doesn't really look like that. <laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> Okay, moving um, on. One year later, we got Vampire's Kiss, which you guys haven't seen. Yeah, but I did you not get I tried. To. I tried to I, watch I it. I did there, mm-hmm. I need to do research, but there is, of course, you know, when there's a meme or a GIF created from a Nick Cage movie, usually it's Wicker Man because of, like, not the bees or anything like that. Not the bees. But I truly believe there are more memes and gifts for vampire's kiss because he is which i haven't seen them because i yeah you'll have to explain he's so over the top in it it. but it's one of his early movies and he really goes for it yeah and he he plays like a like an accountant type guy um and he's he's a total dick he's a womanizer he's misogynistic and he treats his secretary like shit i know you you played that one this is the one where he's like not once not ever that I've never misplaced yeah. five. Okay. Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> I do know that. Um, I do know and that. he sees a shrink that he treats like crap as well. And he, you know, every night he goes to a club, hooks up with a different girl. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. through. Maybe they're drunk. Because, like, he does, he succeeds every night. But, like, maybe it's the money. Who knows? He's always wearing a nice suit, you know, when he's going hunting out there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, really what the movie's that about is, like, he, he meets a, a woman at a bar and she reveals to have vampire teeth and bites him. Um, and he I was spends, wondering if this actually had to do with vampires. And he spends the rest of the movie slowly turning and going even more bonkers, batshit insane. But it might have not been a real vampire. That's the funny part. Yeah, I can see that. So, and it has a lot of great lines and a great, great scenes and great meaning, just iconic for him. You'll have to bring this over. You'll have. You can watch some of it on YouTube. It's everywhere. It's one of those movies, kind of like Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, Garbage Day. You know, it's like that where you'll see a clip and you'll be like, and it's like millions of views, but no one's ever seen the movie it's from. Vampire's Kiss has that too. Um, he's with his uh, therapist, and he's talking about how easy it is to alphabetize and, and being in an accounting and in a file cabinet. And he's like, he's like, it's so easy. You don't mess it up. I never misfile anything, not once, not one time. <laughs> and he's hands so on the yeah, hip. hands on the hips, so over the top. 
And he actually you do that same thing, the hands on the head. Yeah. He actually gets away with saying the entire alphabet in that scene. I mean, who can do that and actually have a scene where he says yeah, the entire you alphabet? He played this for me yeah. and it was amazing. It's easy. Mm-hmm. You got your A, your B, your C, D, E all the way through. It's so great. It's so over the top. It's it's worth the watch. It's just mm-hmm. but he's such a dick in it. Like yeah. <laughs> really bad. Um I kind of want to watch. He uh, yeah. <laughs> there is there is a scene where he eats a live cockroach and it is an actual cockroach and it actually took him three takes. Hey, method I actor. Guess it seems sanitary. But it was uh, eating of the bug. I mean, when he was like in va- vam- vampire mode, I guess <laughs> you know if he didn't want to bite somebody, he's got to eat bugs or you know rodents or whatever. Um, but the eating the somebody. eating of the bug uh, was an homage to the uh, character Renfield from Dracula. Because he used to do that. He Dracula's a little... Kind of. Hmm. Kind of that guy. And what's just funny about that is they're making a movie called Renfield and Nick Cage is Dracula. It's coming soon. Oh, nice. I'm Excited for that. Uh, another little trivia here, and I'm going to hear a groan from Jesse the moment I mention his name, but Christian <laughs> Bale... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, actually... Uh, used, Bane of my existence. He he Just used kidding. he used <laughs> totally Nick Cage's performance in mm-hmm. Vampire's Kiss as inspiration for his character in American Psycho, because he's a dickhead Wall Street guy. Okay. Yeah. So that. that's awesome. But Vampire's Vampire's <laughs> Kiss Vampires <laughs> Vampires uh, worth the watch if you want to see where Crazy Cage came from because all these other movies yeah they're cheesy because they're in the eighties or whatever but this is like over the top that we know him now at as. the beginning this was the beginning not you know I would say there was there was huge hints in Moonstruck and there was yeah. but he was still trying to go because yeah. Moonstruck is still considered it more a of, because reserved. it's a drama. But yeah. this one is a dark comedy. Yeah, he was like, "It's he, there." But he was Nick trying wanted to come out of the cage. <laughs> but he, all, yeah, but he was also <laughs> trying to like win awards with Moonstruck. I don't know, he wasn't trying to win anything with Vampire's Kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Worth the watch. I'll bring it over. We can, we can watch it. All right. All right. After that, I skipped ahead to 1990, and we got Wild at Heart by David Lynch. Oh right. boy. Didn't watch this. At I either. saw it when it, around the time it first came out, and he recently watched it. But Where David you Lynch, because I could not find it. I know a guy who knows. Okay. He knows. He's got a guy. He's got, a, got Nick, a guy. He's got a Nick Cage a guy. guy. He knows a guy. He knows a guy. He knows a guy. Yep. Hey, I know. Brian. I need the Nick Cage hookup. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do have cage. it on DVD. I need to do Cage Rage. <laughs> It is a weird movie, but you'd expect that because it's David Lynch. And David Lynch, his movies, either you love them or you hate them. He did Twin Peaks. He did the original Dune. uh, Lost Highway, which I love. uh, Mulholland Drive. Tons of movies that are so out there. Blue Velvet with Dennis Hopper. Great movie. Not for everybody. His movies are not for everybody, but I, I do like the guy because he tries something different. And Wild at Heart is very different. Very different. It does have components in it that are familiar that other movies do but it's the way he does them in this movie yeah i had i got big uh fear and loathing in las vegas vibes from this movie it's weird just because mm-hmm. it's it's trip it's out there like trippy like yeah it's Willem out Defoe, there and then like spoil can we do spoilers since she hasn't seen it or you... you were talking to me about unnecessary <laughs> something unnecessary unnecessary lord dern tit shots there's a lot of that in here. And I was like, she's the lead. She's not the one she's, that you she's, want to do. She's that opposite for. lead of Nick Cage, Laura Dern from uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
She broke her no nudity clause. I read that. She had a no nudity clause in her contract, and she broke it for a while that hard. Yeah, she didn't need to break it. She could have kept it intact. (laughs) No disrespect. No disrespect. disrespect. But, like, for one, it's Um, like, I'm not... I'm not a big fan of hers because of what I've seen her in Jurassic Park. But even, I'm just like, in this movie, every time she screamed his name. She's a good actress. I do like her. I was like, shut up. Yeah, Nick Cage's name name is Sailor. Sailor. That's literally his name. (laughs) It's a weird movie. But she just did it so much. And I'm like, oh my God. But it's worth the watch if you're a a David Lynch fan. So it was worth it. Definitely want to watch it now, but not because of the titties. Cage. Cage does some Elvis singing in it too, and he yeah, actually does, he does his own singing. He do, he sings his, it himself. He's an Elvis fan, so he's gonna sing. In this movie is like a one. It's it's wild. He's it's got out some there. nice style. He does, and it incorporates like Wizard of Oz vibes. Yeah, there's like, a lot of weird stuff end, going on in it. But it's just like you'll see it. When it's a like, road movie. Yeah. It's like, so many different real? things. Is this is like is this imaginary? Like you <laughs> don't know. I didn't know until the end. I still didn't know when the movie ended. It has a surreal thing going on yeah um yeah i'm interested but worth the watch if you but just know you're, you're going you're gonna be in for a weird ride it's so weird. okay so it next time you come gory. bring vampires kiss and wild at, and heart. Wild okay. at heart and just leave them here and i watch them <laughs> oh we had to shut out just, uh willem willem defoe willem defoe his character in this movie well you know we need the hell out we talk him. about him he mostly <laughs> doesn't make like a bad way. movie he makes yeah. bad some movies that are hard to watch like yeah. antichrist but uh yeah he's always good in everything. Yeah. He's, he he's good at being creepy. And like, that mustache. That mustache. He was weird in Boondock Saints. Like, oh. He was so funny in that. Yeah. I loved him in that. Man. So shout out to him for that. That was... That was yeah. yeah. Crispin Glover, it was, it was has, is it also in it? A little bit little bit part? Yeah, a little bit part, yeah. I'm trying to think. Was there anybody else in there? Probably. Probably, It's yeah. It's but, just... I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll wait. The, the mom is a psychopath. That's not a spoiler because off rip. Like she. Well, yeah, because the plot is that the mom, <laughs> the mom doesn't crazy. like that Nick Cage is dating her daughter, so she wants him dead. So she hires a hitman to because <laughs> yeah. they uh, they leave and they go on a road trip together oh. to escape or whatever, and mom sends a hitman after yeah. Cage. So that's basically, and they run into all these weird characters yeah. on the way. That's what <laughs> the plot is basically. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's trippy, but worth the watch. Oh yeah, it was worth the watch. <laughs> Just because you're like, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe part parts of it you've probably yeah. seen. Yeah, reminiscence of mm-hmm. something else. So we're gonna jump ahead two years to 1992 with Honeymoon in Vegas. No, oh. I've never seen this either. Alan has watched it. Man, what do we got, Alan? I was perturbed <laughs> watching this movie. <laughs> Another movie. Where cheating was just condoned and no one paid consequence. Like so, the story. There's no excuse. This is the, the, the storyline. Is like Nick Cage and his his girlfriend. Right? They're uh, like, oh, let's go get married. We go down to Vegas. Right? They run into James Conn's character. I can't remember his name, but he ends up playing a poker game. He gets into him for so much money, and then he's like, what? What? I want to take your wife. And Nick Cage is like, well, okay, but you know, I got to be supervising. <laughs> And then Colin's like, yeah, okay. And then immediately he's like, I'm going to take you to Hawaii. She literally, she, I've never seen her move this fast in this movie. She went and packed so quick. And I was like, you just going to, because at first she was like, how could you offer me up to this guy? <laughs> but then when he was like, Hawaii, she was like, let me pack. And she was yeah. like shoving Nick Cage out the way. She was like, I got a suitcase, move. And then she goes to Hawaii with James Conn. <laughs> 
James Gunn's lying to her the whole time. He's like, oh, you know, he only gave you up for three grand, but he was in the hole for like 65 grand. <laughs> and then as soon as he's like, oh, he, he gave you up for three grand, she was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, I want to marry you. He was like, okay. And I was like, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch. And then they made out on a boat. I was like, you just cheated. You just cheated. You just cheated. And she never pays the price. I was like, did, God damn it, Nick Cage movies. Did um, they get married in Vegas before all this happened? Nick no, Cage they never made cheated. it. They never oh, made okay. it that far. It was just an idea. Spoiler then, alert. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just curious why this so honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they never got to that part. Like she just ran off with James Khan and then <laughs> she was and like throughout the movie she kept going, I kept trying to contact you. I was like, You lying bitch. You you, 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 you called bitch. him one time and he didn't answer. He didn't answer because he was trying to go find her in Hawaii. And he had to go through all these shenanigans and stuff to try, you know. Uh, what's the karate kid's uh sensei? Yeah, Mr. Miyagi's in it. He's in Pat it. Marita. He plays like the cab driver. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So he keeps getting all these obstacles he's running into and she's like, keep calling you and that's like, man, shut your ass up. Yeah. And then like he's just like like she never tells him that he made out with James Conn on the boat. And she's just like, No, I didn't do anything. I didn't just try to leave you. <laughs> um his name is Tommy Corman, by the way, James Conn. Character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah Jessica but Parker is also Sarah in. Sarah Jessica Parker, young Sarah. Who's Jessica the Parker. main girl? Sarah Jessica Sarah, Parker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. But uh, that you it was that. just like, <laughs> what is <laughs> it with nobody a, paying prices, man? Didn't you have a little trivia about a? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, so there is. Uh, you know how they they have Elvis impersonators and shit like that. Uh-huh. There's a little kid in there, and I shit you not, I didn't even know this. I looked at the kid's face, and I was like, that kid looks like Bruno Mars. So I paused it, I Googled it, it's Bruno Mars. Because in interviews, he's talked about how, I think he was from Hawaii or whatever, when he was really young, he used to impersonate Elvis Presley, and that was sure as shit him. But in the end credits, it's like his real last name, it's like Hernandez or something, but it is him. And you can know, you can just know by the eyes, like you could just see it. And I yeah. was like, that's why I was like, that kid looks see? like Bruno Mars. Yeah. <laughs> see, Nick Carter's not so cool now. Yeah. Being no. Edward Scissorhands. Uh-uh. So Take that, Nick Carter. He wasn't Carter. no fucking Elvis. He wasn't in a Nick Cage movie, yeah, man. <laughs> Swiveling your hips. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, you know, um, definite feelings on that. <laughs> I get it. Because I think I, I watched it. that right after Moonstruck, and I was yeah. like, this is back-to-back movies yeah. where people cheat and nothing happens. This can't be real life. <laughs> I fucking watch this one more time. Right? <laughs> oh, but it's also a trend with Nick Cage in this list of being in Las Vegas. That's true. He has like That's three true. movies. Like, well, eventually we'll get to that. We'll get Las we'll get, Vegas. Uh, well, yeah. Metaphorically. Um... <laughs> That was one I also didn't make yeah. much. Before. Glad I got that off my chest. That's good. No, I hope Sarah I, Jessica I Parker listens nice. to this and she hears that. Because if I ever met her in real life, like, I tell the same right. thing. I was a whore. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you were. You said you Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. Her face looks like a foot. She, it That's does. what Peter it Griffin said. In the movie, not so much. It was maybe like a baby foot in the, in the movie, but now it's a full-blown... It's yeah. the family guy that also says like, yeah. she looks like a horse. Like yeah. A... yeah. Peter Griffin. Classic. <laughs> um, so in 1993, the year later, um, Amos and Andrew, which I wrote down. These guys haven't seen. I do recommend it, though. I did see it a long time ago when it first came out on video. But we have Nick Cage and Samuel Jackson together. Uh, great duo. Uh, Jackson plays Andrew, and uh, Nick Cage plays Amos. And it, Andrew is a successful writer who recently buys a vacation house, but the police mistake him for a burglar 
and uh, they send the whole SWAT crew to go arrest him. And then at the last second, they realize they messed up, and he actually owns the house. And to avoid the bad publicity, they offer Amos, uh, who is a jailed thief, uh, to pretend to hold Andrew for ransom and let him go and escape. So they can save face in front of the media for making a, you know, an obviously an obvious racial mistake. And it's a like an odd couple movie when you got Nick Cage and Samuel Jackson. They don't want to be with each other, but they're kind of working together. So almost stuck together. Kind of stuck together, but almost also to like try to take down the cops because they're apparently you know the villains of the film. It's been a long time since it I've seen it, but good. I do like, remember I definitely it. Definitely want to watch this. Amos and Andrew. Let's skip ahead one more year. Guarding Tess in 1994. Yeah. You guys have seen this? Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. What do we got? What do you got to say about it? it well, I haven't watched it. it. Was, oh. The storyline's like you've seen it before. It's yeah. like like she plays the former first lady. And he's the bodyguard. And he's right? the bodyguard, yeah. but her husband died. But she's mm-hmm. difficult and stubborn. Yeah, but you can tell, but she really it. likes him, but she doesn't let it be known. And he kind of likes her, but he's... <laughs> and they kind of go back and forth. I feel like and, he's the only one who also like keep, tries to keep her in line and, and yeah, calls her on her shit. Yeah, she keeps pulling she like, like stunts. Like she keeps, and then the president telling, calls calls she, him all the time. She keeps telling <laughs> the driver to just yeah, just peel leave. off yeah. and leave Nick Cage behind. Legendary actress Shirley MacLaine yeah. plays Tess, but they come around and like you know yeah. she kind of opens up to him. Yeah, it's predictable, yeah, but then at the sure. end it was a little more serious because I was like, sorry again, spoilers. I was like, don't tell me she died because <laughs> they were like, where is she? They buried it alive. I was like, oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, I was legit like, oh damn, this took a different turn at the end. Than I, know, I thought and it was, I was like, be. is the driver dead? <laughs> Oh, David Graff is in it. He played Tackleberry in Police Academy. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of people in here. I can't think of them off bat, but if you watch, they all have like, oh, they shit. all have those yeah. faces where you're like, I've seen that guy. Has, He's um, in a ton of movies. The dad yeah. from Blank Check. I'm pretty in. sure Hagrid <laughs> from Harry Potter was the the one guy. Or no, it wasn't. It was the uncle. Sorry. The uncle. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. gonna say really him, but it was a it was an enjoyable watch. Like, I wouldn't rewatch it immediately, but mm. it was worth the viewing time. It was, I thought delight- it was, it was be, delightful. I thought it was going to be way worse, because I was like, Man, I ain't trying to watch this movie. <laughs> but then I was like, I got to do it, because if we do this episode, yeah. I, I, I got to know. 50-50 with Nick look- Cage's movies. Right. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It was just like it's... garden test, and I immediately got stop he... or my mom will shoot vibes. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, <laughs> I'm not sitting through that. We're not doing a Stallone episode. He was normal in he this one. He wasn't like Cage Rage. He was a... He was just a normal, you know. He, he kept it in the cage. Yeah. He kept it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Did he? Yeah. Uh, that same year, he also did "It Could Happen to You." Oh, this movie oh. was oh. so good. Yeah, I loved it. I grew up on this movie. Oh, My so mom would have this. I've never seen it before. VHS <laughs> in the and background all the time. Bridget Fonda. It was great. Yeah. It was very delightful. And his wife is freaking awful, though. Rosie Perez. But that she did a really? good job of being the annoying person. Oh yeah, but she always is. I feel she's like good she's at it. Got yeah. That. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Isaac Hayes was also in it. Who? Isaac Hayes. Yeah, he He's... plays the undercover reporter who's like. Oh, Angel okay. kind of yeah, the narrating. I was wondering because he <laughs> yeah. was creeping. The, I was like, "Hey, and chef!" I, and after they lost their money and stuff, and I was like, "Something's gonna happen with that guy." Like, they were gonna get it back somehow. I just knew it, and I was like, "And then 
Stanley Tucci is also in it. Oh, as well. yeah, I, yeah. He plays the creepy boyfriend or the he's, asshole. Boyfriend. Yeah. He's always a. It's a lot. He plays. And then he plays he a lot of creepy guys. In another lovely movie bones. I watched it with Nick Cage. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Hmm. The Kiss true. of Death. Oh, okay. That's coming soon. Yeah, we'll get was, to that one. It was the cop, one of the cops. But um, but no, this movie was very delightful, and it just shows the good things that you can do with money and. If you ever won money, like I would probably do it the was. same thing. It was, yeah. It was, it was what you would expect from like a early '90s yeah. rom com <laughs> movie. I'm glad Definitely. you enjoyed it because it is the same director as Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> I, Andrew you know, Bergman. Hey, he, well, he got better. <laughs> he just got better with age. You know, I mean, was there cheating? There was. I don't think they cheated really. No, they were just kind of flirtatious. Like he didn't really. They didn't still do was it could happen to you. Remember, because yeah. they didn't do anything until they showed up at the hotel at the same yeah. time by accident and made by it accident, look yeah. bad. And then, and then cause his wife had kicked him out, and said that she wanted a divorce, and then all finally the they did stuff. So yeah, there was no cheating. Yeah, so it was like, different. It was so you could different. tell that some obviously they were going to end up together, but. But Nick Cage but, uh, also was not crazy in that he was a good guy. He was, he was chill. a straight up good yeah. guy. Kept it in the cage. He was like, well, it's cop. I'll tell. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> if this ticket hits, <laughs> I'll split the earnings with you. But if it doesn't, I'll come back tomorrow and pay you what I owe you for this yeah. cup of coffee. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, okay. And then I was like, but he's coming back. <laughs> Wendell Pierce plays his cop partner. Yeah, he's been on a lot of stuff. He plays a lot of side characters. He was but, great. Um, yeah, he's always good movies that he's in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. great. Rom-com. Mm-hmm. Love it. The Universal Nerds give it the stamp of approval, so... I do, man. That's a good movie. Check it out. See, not all Nick Cage movies are bad. There's some bad ones, but there's yeah. some really good yeah, ones that a lot of people won't... A lot won't... of his sometimes are just so bad that they're great. That's true. We have... Yes. Yes. Like that's Wicker true. Man. Mm-hmm. Like Vampire's Kiss. Peggy Sue got married. I mean, that I don't know. actually not That's bad, pretty bad. good. I met his performance in that. That was so Yeah, bad. his That's performance. Great. Peggy. Mawang. Um, <laughs> 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 I have to play the clip when we're done. Um, well, one year later in 1995, Kiss of Death. I actually is, really enjoyed this movie. I he's mean, a villain. Not his first time. He played a villain oh, in an earlier okay. movie. But he yeah, was... but Horatio, well, actually, yeah. I call David him Her- Caruso. Yeah, I call him yeah. Horatio Crane because From I always NYPD. think of that. Blue. No, um, no, CSI Miami. Oh. Yeah, I didn't watch Well, he was on, he was on NYPD. Oh, okay. Too. Well, did he play Horatio Crane in that? Because Horatio Crane is from CSI Miami. Yeah. No, he played, Miami. played Detective Who's always no, the dramatic like, glass yes. takeoff and yeah. with the, the who. Like, it's the song. Like, it's the song we don't we don't get fooled. Like, a witness. Yeah. Yeah. This Let's put on ice. That's yeah. why I, I mean, it goes to commercial. I'm like, <laughs> that's why Jim Carrey does the best yeah, impression of that. Out, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's it. That's why I couldn't get into that uh, show. Like, he played Detective man. John yeah. Kelly on NYPD Blue. I liked it for a while but... until I realized how cheesy he was. Oh my and I was god! Like, I but he's good at it. it. No, yeah, but it was like somebody should just be like, all right, dude, enough. Yeah, like, enough with the glasses. Like... I remember him in <laughs> Hudson Hawk. But this movie, Hawk. he's not like that at all. Like, you know. I remember him in Hudson Hawk. I don't. He was one of the candy gang members that didn't talk and used little cards. Oh. Kit Kat. Okay. It's because he didn't speak the cheesy yeah. lines, so. But or no, take I, I thought this up. movie was good. I mean, it was a little sad. It did also have Helen Hunt in it. I didn't mm-hmm. end up watching it. It was on the list, but then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's got like third billion. I was like, I can't. Because I had like nine other movies to get through, and I was like, I can't. 
This has got to get pushed to the It's side. something, yeah, something you can watch down the road. Yeah, I probably yeah for sure. I, right. I, I, I think you should watch it even just once is fine. I mean, it wasn't like the greatest movie, but it wasn't the worst. I, well, I, li- I liked the it, opening it credits quick, when the people like, that was in it. I was like, shit, Sam Jaskin? I think, what was it, Bing Rames? It was something like, like that was in it? A lot of good yeah, There's a lot of big names. And I was it like, was yeah. like kind of slower, 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 and then all of a sudden it just like, a bunch of shit happened, the and then face it was over, cage. and I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I had to put a put a bad word in it. Cause it and did you find what it's yeah. playing on? What's it playing on? It is on... Ooh, I think it's on Stars. Cinemax okay, or Stars. I think it's it, on one of the movie. Yeah, it's on HBO or have? Stars. Yeah, it was one of those because it was on a service all, that I, I got had. All the oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I know a guy who knows. I did a free subscription to Stars just for Nick Cage movies. And then I tried to cancel, and then they were like, "Don't go. Try it. I'm already gone. Twenty dollars. Are you sure? And then I was like, "No." And then they're like, "What about three dollars for three months?" And I was like, "Okay." Are you sure? Okay. Is your final answer yes? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it always goes. You try to cancel, and they give you some promotion. But I feel like Stars is the only one who does that. I just Mm. ended up doing the movie. It's like Stars are desperate for them because it was like cheaper than viewers as the bundle than it would have been to. to have each movie yeah. package, but you know, alone. I need to look into like, Hulu and Stars bundle now. But like there's just not enough on Stars that keeps me interested, honestly. Yeah, they canceled a lot of the good shows. It's just not <laughs> a lot on show. there. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, I didn't get to that one. It's so good, so good. I haven't watched the last season. It's so good. I watched so the good. first two. Josh and I started that, so it, and then we just never finished it. Oh. Okay. Um, also the same year of Kiss of Death, we got Leaving Las Vegas, which is... Which one... You skipped one. Ooh-wee. Which one did I skip? Oh, Trapped. I did. 1994. Trapped in Paradise. I just saw I did, it. I was like, I did wait a minute. Skip I'm surprised. That. I can't believe you I didn't put it. spaces in between some of these, so I, and it's been a long day at work, so I'm just a little... Yeah, out of it but i did like trapped in paradise i watched it around christmas time because it is technically a christmas this is one i could not find so Uh, i I did not i wanted to so bad this is one i really really wanted it's silly it's hokey but it's watchable and it and it's if you watch around christmas it you know it feels good that's what i did uh dana carvey and john lovitz are in it as his brothers they're the these three brothers who are bank robbers and they pick a town that they want to rob the bank in, and they get. Is it called um, Paradise? Yes, actually, yeah, it is like, called like, Yes. The name, right? and, but because yeah. it's in the winter, and they like get Paradise they get yeah, something. their car breaks down and or gets or they're snowed in or something. But the, so they're stuck in the town. So they're like kind of thinking, should we still rob the bank because we can't go anywhere? <laughs> so, um, but it is really funny. Dana Carvey, I love the guy. But his choice for how he plays his character, because he kind of sounds like this the whole movie when yeah. he's talking. So he's that like, he just decided to use. So he's like Nick Cage his, and Peggy Sue got married, yeah, but, it, but, but also from The Godfather. Yeah, a little, but, but also a little, little, new, purpose, little Brooklyn yeah. accent as well in there. Like, <laughs> and then John Lovitz is just John Lovitz. Yeah. So, but it's worth the watch. Nick Cage isn't crazy in it. He's no. just normal. Mellow Cage, but he's still the leader of the movie. He's like the big brother of yeah. all three of them, so that's what it is. Yeah, worth the watch for sure. Their mom's funny. <laughs> Mom is the mastermind. 
Um, so sorry, yeah, that was tra uh, Trapped in Paradise in 1994. So now, leaving Las Vegas, 1995, Nick Cage won the Oscar for Best Male Performance in a Movie. Well-deserved, so, because I had never seen this movie until I, now. It, it was on Prime, and then it, it's not free anymore, it's, so it's I a, didn't it's, get to watch it. It's a good... good. It's a, it's, <laughs> it is it is amazing performance by Cage, which is it why is. I like the movie mm. Pig so much now. Not saying Pig is leaving Las Vegas, mm -hmm. but I like that there are certain movies he does nowadays where he tries to really go yeah. for it with the acting and not be mm -hmm. over the top. Mm -hmm. yeah. And... Now, Nick Cage is a little bit of a method actor because this character is an alcoholic. So, mm -hmm. you know, to practice, he would get sloppy-ass drunk and kind of record different voices on being drunk so he could really, really play somebody being drunk. Which, um, obviously, that paid off. Yeah, it did. Because he, yeah. he, he did suicidal really as well. So oh. It was... Uh... It's, it's dark. It I is mean, very dark. But it's it's, it's sad. It's tragic. It sad, but it's yeah. it's really good performance. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is also in it as the prostitute that he befriends in Vegas because he decides to go to Vegas after everything goes to shit in his life to basically drink drink, drink himself to, to death. death. Yeah, that's his. So he could leave Las Vegas metaphorically. But not honeymoon in it. No, not honeymoon no. in it. Well. Just leave it. <laughs> he does make a good friend in The Prostitute. but he, he Now, this uh, film is based on a novel, a semi-autobiographical -autobiogra novel uh, by a man named John O'Brien. Um, but tragically, John, uh, two weeks after the movie went into production, John committed suicide, the author of the novel. The studio almost abandoned the whole movie altogether at that point. But the director and uh, writers decided to continue it to make it a good memorial right. for that guy. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. glad. And Nick Cage, I mean, it speaks for itself. He's so good in it. He so well good. just totally deserved that Oscar. And he's been nominated before. He's gotten Golden Globe nominations mm -hmm. and things like that. But that one, you know, people, like I said, say what they want about how bad Nick Cage is as an actor. Watch that movie. Yeah. It'll prove you wrong, at least yeah, just for that I wanted movie. to, I really did. It'll tug at your emotions. It will. <laughs> it will. Like, even if you can't, you know. Especially if you're a person that, like, is an alcoholic, way, too, or just stop being one, like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll hit you. Or if you like prostitutes, that'll hit you, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> prostitutes for the other year. Me, hit, too. That's all you, I'm all about I lost them. It. Ho, ho, you felt ho. it. You, rela I you related to it. That's what I do. This is the shoe. <laughs> no, um, he did a really good job. It was a really good movie. And at first, was. I think I told you this. I thought the one yeah. with James Con was honeymoon in Vegas, the leaving Las Vegas because they both have Vegas in the title. That's true. Yeah. And I had never heard of honeymoon in Vegas. So I, I was, just, I was like, where's James Con at? Where's yeah. James Con in this movie? Yeah. Where's Bruno Mars in this movie? <laughs> I was like, James Con's not in this movie. <laughs> Um, so one year later, 1996, mm -hmm. is what I like to call the trifecta of Nick Cage action movies, which oh, is yeah. what most people remember of 90s Nick Cage. Mm -hmm. And it started with The Rock, directed by Michael Bay, <laughs> which is my favorite Michael Dwayne Bay Johnson. movie. Yeah, not to be confused with Dwayne Johnson, but <laughs> the movie The Rock, which is, you know, yeah, another a, name for Alcatraz. Auto, or a biography about it is. The Rock. It is. Dwayne uh, this one stars Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, and Ed Harris. This is his and life a, in prison. Yeah. Yep, Dwayne's. 
Dwayne behind bars. Dwayne in a cage. <laughs> Pre WWE. And Nicholas Cage is still in there, but you know. He plays Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> he does. He plays Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's pretty. I watch it. Done. Built up his muscles um, and everything. I love this movie. I I have to watch it at least you know once a year. Um, if not more, it's just so good. I've seen it a hundred times and I can't get bored of it. I haven't I, seen it in a very, very long time. Cage. I had never saw it before. Yeah, he recently just saw it for the first time. I knew guy. of it, but I had just never seen it. You have and this movie, obviously. Of course. Okay. Okay. I wish I had the Blu ray. Add it to the. All right, other add it two. to it. Because I don't think Do it's on. Do you have Honeymoon in Vegas? Is it not on Netflix? Do you have Leaving? No. I have Leaving Las, Las Vegas, Vegas on VHS. Oh, I don't. Well, maybe I could talk to my guy who knows yeah. that. <laughs> maybe I can get talk to his Nick Cage up. guy. Yeah, I mean, I get a little Cage ring guy. So The Rock, uh, <laughs> Nick Cage plays a man named Stanley Goodspeed, who, uh, <laughs> great name. That's the last name alone. Goodspeed. I was like, I'm in. Which, you know, Sean <laughs> Connery says, it's another name for Godspeed. That's what he says. Um, oh, Good job, Bane. Thanks. <laughs> I think I do okay. It's not the worst. Oh, That's good. No, Tom Hardy is the worst. Yours is actually pretty good. Tom Hardy is the worst. <laughs> like, ugh. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people do look at this as a theory that this is a an unofficial sequel to um, Sean Connery's Bond movies because his character in this is a former British agent and... You can see that this is uh, Connery Bond when he's what he's doing later. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's kind of funny. Just yeah, just I, I his character. See, yeah, I can see it in bits and Not parts, necessarily like anybody when he else. Got cleaned up and put on the suit. Yeah, like, yeah I can yeah. see it. He's Bond again for sure. But, you know. Um, no, great movie. Like I said, it's my favorite movie by Michael Bay. I know that that list is very small for a lot of people. I'm saying Michael Bay, his movies. I do like his movies not though. Me, man. I'm, I'm not a hater. I like Michael Bay's movies. Yeah, I may need to watch Pain and Gain again, but I I do enjoy. You know I watch Pain again, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson? I mean, Dwayne's his favorite. Sign me up. It is. Um, <laughs> Dwayne, if you're listening. Um, but I do like it. You know, it's, it's got like a diehard-esque plot to it, but it's on Alcatraz. I mean, these former uh, Marines that are... And, and you kind of understand what General Hummel is like trying to do with, you know, the soldiers that died in the in the bat in the war and they're not getting money for their families or anything like that. But you know, he is going to extreme. Extreme uh with with what he you know, his ransom, I guess, you know, taking people tourists hostage at the at Alcatraz. Uh so the government needs to think fast and they high and he's using um like nuclear weapons, uh warheads. Um Saying, you know, if you don't pay this, then we're going to launch these warheads on cities. So they need a, a biochemist expert. In comes Nick Cage, the best in the business. But he's not an action guy. He's never yeah. seen combat. So they need another guy. I actually Someone like that's take. been there before. And that's Sean Connery, who was like the only man to escape <laughs> Alcatraz. Uh, and they team up. And they go in. That's basically it. And it's got a lot of good action, great music by Hans Zimmer, really good score, really funny one-liners between Cage and Connery. I think they work really well together. Um, and there's some good cameos in there. From there's a lot of people in there. Candyman's in there. Yeah, he's in there. Um, Tony Todd. So. Tony Todd, yeah. Michael Bean from Aliens and Terminator is yeah. in there. Um uh, but I do like it. Uh, a couple little trivia here. Sean Connery, the diva that he is, 
Uh, actually got the crew to build him a cabin on Alcatraz Island because he didn't want to have to travel from the mainland to the island every day to, to shoot. <laughs> That's such a Connery thing to do. Uh, the premiere of the movie was actually shown in the prison recreation yard on Alcatraz. That's pretty cool. That's dope. So people had to travel from the mainland to watch the premiere of The Rock. That is dope. Um, they had an, Bay, Michael Bay actually had an idea for a sequel because the movie does end with, because in the movie Sean Connery, you know, says, Cage lets him go. And for letting him go, he says, you need to go to this church and look in this hollow leg of this pew. And he does at the end, and it's apparently microfilm that shows who actually killed John F. Kennedy. So there was a, an idea that Michael Bay had where, Cage is on the run with that microfilm from the government and has to get Sean Connery's help. So that was kind of the setup for the sequel, but you know it never happened. That's and now it never will because I could see you know they recreate oh. people's faces on body doubles all the time. It would be in bad taste. Yeah, it was for Carrie Studios Fisher. Don't care. I know <laughs> they, they don't still do it. They still, but do I it. might yeah. not. But it's I terrible. might not want to see it. They still do it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered the role of Mason, uh, Sean Connery's character. He turned it down, which he now heavily regrets. (laughs) But then he got to play another character in prison with a secret past in Escape Plan. So he got to kind of do that. There is one flaw in this movie. but And it's, why are the boilers still working in a closed prison? They had to, like roll under the boilers with the fire and stuff to get inside um why would they still be working (laughs) that's the big flaw and michael bay actually responds with screw it it's entertaining don't you think yeah it's 1997 right it's 96 doesn't matter man i mean we still get the epic overthink back we still got the epic shot of cage holding the flares (laughs) so the rock love that movie one year later, we got another action movie, Con Air, mm. where he plays our hero Cameron Poe. Gets bored a, you know, a put airplane the bunny full back of, in the box. Why couldn't you put yeah. the bunny yeah. back in the yeah. box? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as much, <laughs> and you know, he you. is <laughs> very hammy in this performance. Very cheesy with his long hair, you know, you know I blowing in the wind. Voice. His gentle voice yeah. and his uh, his his wife beater and jeans that he wears and running from the flame in slow motion after the explosion. It's so great. And then awkwardly movie. meeting his daughter at the end, and I just and giving her a dirty teddy bear, yeah. a dirty rabbit. Sorry, dirty yeah, bunny. Here, I've never met you before, but, but here I got you. This kind almost of, went in the rain. Dirty. Dirty. Kind of dirty. <laughs> I almost died three hundred times so yeah. to get this to you, but but it's an ensemble piece. Cage is in the lead, but there are a lot of people in this movie that do make it extra special. John Malkovich. John Cusack actually has oh. gone on record to say it's one of the worst movies he's ever done and actually refuses to do interviews that talk about this movie. He just does not <laughs> like it. I'm with him. Um, I did not get rid in, in this movie. I love John Cusack, but yes, his character was kind of... Pointless. It could have been was, anybody. Wasn't he yeah. wearing sandals? He was wearing sandals. I was sandals. like, there's no way you're chasing anyone down in those sandals. <laughs> it's the At 90s, man. No. He can yeah. do it. Screw it. It's entertaining, no, don't you like, think? There's no way you're chasing anyone down. I'm not taking you serious if you got a gun pointed at me and you're wearing those sandals, man. Like, 
lot of lot of great uh, car- uh, actors as the convicts, like Steve Buscemi, yep. creepy role, Danny Trejo, Ving and uh, Ving Rhames. Uh, we Dave get Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle one of the first movies I've seen him in. <laughs> um, uh, McKelty Mc- Mc- Williamson played Bubba from yeah. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, Bubba. In that movie, I was yeah, like, Bubba. All I heard was Forrest Gump. Oh, not alone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh no. I wanna go home. You're not gonna have me cry this time. <laughs> uh but I think a lot of the movie is owed to John Malkovich. Yeah. He's so good as the main villain. Cyrus the virus. What was that one line we were talking about? Was that, what was that? Oh that's, that's my favorite part in the whole movie, and it's not like a scene people really remember or even <laughs> quote, because there's not really it's not really a quote. It's not, but it was funny. But it's towards the end when they're... Have you seen it recently? Yeah. It was towards the end it. when they're all in the desert and they're on, you know, unburying the plane and the government and the cops are on their way. So Cyrus gets all the guys together and he's got his little battle plan with all these different pieces of junk to portray different parts of what they're going to do. And he's like, this is the hangar. This is where they're coming. And this is this. And some dumb guy's like, what's that? He goes... That's a rock. <laughs> it just pushes it out of the way. Yeah, that made me laugh I love watching that. it live. So. When you mentioned it in the text, I was like, yeah, that shit was funny. Only yeah, Malkovich I, I can make laugh. that so good. That's a rock. <laughs> um, apparently, Kid Rock based American Badass on Cameron Poe. I can see oh. that. Hmm. Interesting. The song How Do I Live by Leanne Rimes is featured on the soundtrack. You hear it a few times. Yeah. It was actually nominated for both Best Song and Worst Song at the Razzies. Unfortunately, <laughs> neither neither award was given. That's a good song, man. I'll stand by that. I don't care. It was. Um, it just was. In France. It <laughs> just was, man. How do I I'm live? a rom-com guy, and I was like, well, they throwing the you. rom-com song in there? And his daughter, I was like, nah, man. <laughs> and he's just caged there with the eyes, yeah. holding the rabbit. Oh, yeah, and I was like, come on, man. I'm not trying to cry at this movie. <laughs> She's my hummingbird. Mm-hmm, well, <laughs> like, hey, hummingbird. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, shout out to Nick Cage, because he stays in shape. Like, if you, he does. If you he's watch like in the movie, best shape like, of his life in, in that shape. movie. And I'm like, you know what? Kudos to you, sir. I think that's the oil that helps. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's working for him. Like, um, <laughs> and one last thing. In France, the film is actually called The Wings of Hell. And con is a French slang word for dumb. <laughs> dumb air. <laughs> <laughs> and con air, isn't that also a, a, a um, hair dryer? Hair, hair dryer accessories. Brand? It is. <laughs> they got hair brushes. They should have gotten into that eyes. commercial. Yeah, they should. With Five the long locks, and he just that. Mm. He, his face should be on that that brand. That it should have been called the essence. Yeah, it should have been called the hummingbird. <laughs> the hummingbird blow dry. Oh man! Also, that same year, uh, Face Off, directed by John Woo. Sorry, Face Off. Amazing I movie. Love the scene where I he's the preacher. Such a love the so over the top. The he's so movie. good. This is over the top cage, mm-hmm. at least in the beginning. But when he's playing Travolta's character, he's kind of mellow. Yeah. And then Travolta great gets to shine too. as the cheese, yeah. which we saw him get yeah. cheesier and cheesier as the years went by. Unfortunately, you good but, yeah. looking. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, John. Yeah, but you know, he had to act like Cage, and that can't be a 
easy feat to act like Nicholas yeah. Cage. No, no I get like so, a, I but he did props. good. He did I love really this good. movie. I could. It's watch a great this movie. John Woo, the one of the masters of action shots, directed this. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. His hair is an interesting choice, but who? His hairstyle, Nick Cage's. Is that like a weird? It's just, oh, it's just like a low cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of comb forward. We needed his uh, his Valley Girl hair for this. That would have been good. Man, because it would have if it's John Travolta before he. It does. He kind of has a smaller yeah, version like, of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's interesting, like I said, it was supposed to be Arnold and Sly. They were the original choice for the two because they were big at the time so in their action movies. But you know, I'm glad it wasn't. Yes. Yeah. So they got they went with somebody them too. Yeah. Um, and I think it worked perfectly. Interesting thing. The first real-life face transplant was actually accomplished in 2012 on a man named Richard Norris who accidentally shot himself in the face with a shotgun the same year face-off went to theaters. Interesting. A um, couple other dumb trivia things about this movie. The studio wanted John Woo to take the slash out of the title, face slash off. But Wu insisted it stays so people wouldn't think it's a movie about hockey. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then those magnetic boots that they wear in that oh. prison. I wonder if those look familiar. Did those look familiar? The like, magnetic, magnetic boots? Of like it reminded me style. of uh, Super Mario. It's the exact boots from Super Mario. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Same <laughs> boots. Like movies like to reuse one. things and yeah, they I mean, think you don't like notice them. but we noticed <laughs> i knew there was something about them and i was like oh my god but i right. haven't seen the super yeah. mario movie in like a long time so i definitely didn't i i it. when i first saw this movie as a kid i didn't think they'd actually show taking the face off yeah that was a surprise yeah oh, and he's like it was gory <laughs> it was pretty it gory out. it was yeah. creepy as a kid but yeah. i loved it my only... I think we rented this when it first came out. The studio tried really, really hard for John Woo to cut the scene of, of uh, Travolta's kid getting shot. Um, that, because it was facing like a NC-17 rating. Because you, yeah. you can get NC-17 for violence. Right. So it's just... But that scene, like, he didn't even directly get shot. Right. right. You know what I mean? It was yeah, it wasn't like John's you did. Like, but they like wanted to take it out, but... Uh. So they had to kind of edit around it, but I think originally you actually saw it. So I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think it was done. Uh, Nick Cassavetes is in the movie. He's uh, um, Nick Cage's right-hand man with bald head. Um, Oh, yeah. Director of The Notebook. (laughs) (laughs) That guy, yeah. He's in a lot of movies, and then he directs a few movies here and there, yeah. He also directed Alpha Dog. So. That movie is sad. Yeah. So he's a good director. He's a good actor, too. Yeah. The Wraith. He's in The Wraith, and he's awesome in that. He's a bad guy in that. All right, one year later, we get out of the Nick Cage action movies and go to City of Angels, huh. where that damn song by Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> just, just, just is Not in my impressed. head the whole time. <laughs> and I don't want the world to see me. Is that that song? Yeah. Iris? Yeah. yeah. I got it stuck in my head again Listen, now. man, you go back to the 90s, uh, it, you know, that was 90s music. 90s that's just music what it was, was amazing. <laughs> but not that song. Goo Goo Dolls, not, not, say, Goo Goo Dolls, not the same. Like no, I'm not. They have better songs. 
They probably do. Actually, but I'm like that song. They have yeah. better songs. <laughs> I like that song. Their really song well. from Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, is still my favorite. <laughs> it's called I'm Awake Now. Look it up. It's great. Look it up. Look it up. Write that down. <laughs> that, that movie was so interesting. We have Nick Cage and Meg Ryan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nick Cage in a trench coat. They're all in trench coats. They're all in trench all coats. All these angels are in black trench And you watched this recently, so what? Uh, do you have any thoughts on this movie? Um, it was a rom com, but it was it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was a little more serious than a rom. Yeah, that's but like was, I remember watching the trailer slower. like in the nineties. I was like, I was like, oh no, you know, you see <laughs> angels. Like, I was like, oh, oh, Meg Ryan, oh. Yeah, I it, thought it was, it, yeah. when I saw Meg Ryan and I was like, ooh, was this like, oh, could be good. She is the queen yeah. of rom-coms mm-hmm. of the 90s. She did, because like, that came out, what, 97? 98. 98, same year as You Got Mail. So I was like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I told you, man, rom-com. <laughs> I didn't like You Got Mail. But it was, I like uh, Tom Hanks, but I know. We How talked about this. <laughs> Sleep in Seat- Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, classic. You've Got Mail. Once was enough. Hater. I'm good. <laughs> was she in When Harry Met Sally? Sally? Yeah. yeah. Billy yeah. Crystal. In Inner Space okay. with Dennis Quaid. Inner space. I love Inner Space. About so good. You haven't seen it. No. Martin oh, Short. Oh, it's, it's so great. great. Uh-uh. So silly, but young it's... Meg Ryan, like young Meg Ryan. Young Martin like, Short. Yeah. Young Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. So good. No, City of Angels was... It was an interesting watch, and I just remember, sorry, spoilers, at the end when she was riding that fucking bike, and she was doing this, like, looking up. I was like, she's going to get hit by a car. Feel shit. I it was for the, the shot. Scene. I think it's in the trailer. That's a trailer shot. They're like, all right, Maybe, we're filming the trailer shot. I haven't seen that trailer like, since you know, the movie came yeah. out. And then <laughs> like, the as 90s. soon as, sure shit, this truck's like slowly coming out. And I'm like, in reality, she probably had enough time to stop. That's true. Like, she never even attempted to hit the handbrakes. And I was like, man, get Get your shit together. Plus, people would honk, right? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But it is like. But she's not going to hear the horn and stuff in, in her like, moment. Yeah, I guess. So. But that's what you give her, you know, riding hands free, looking up in the sky on a bike. Well, Nick Cage <laughs> really touched her, so she had to. I mean, that's, that's cool, man. Utilize the handbrakes, man. <laughs> now look at you. And I felt bad for now Nick Cage's character because it's like he did all that shit. He went through all that to, you know, come down to earth, be with her. And then she's just dumb looking. <laughs> now he's alone. I'm like, you ain't even with her. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. we don't have crazy cage in this. We have mellow, no. mellow cage. Mm-hmm. I did feel bad so. for his character. Oh, he he went through all yeah. that to mm-hmm. become yeah. I don't real. Know. I kind of want to see the version where he's crazy cage in City of Angels. I kind of want to see that. Crazy angel. Yeah. Crazy jealous. Where he's angel. just like super Stalker. over the top. Yeah. I I would love a sequel like after she dies and he becomes crazy cage. Mm. I could see that. But I don't know. <laughs> It, it was it was watchable, like, <laughs> uh-huh. but it was different. Uh, the same year, nineteen ninety eight, we got Snake Eyes, and Nick Cage got uh, got a chance to work with a legendary director, Brian De Palma, oh, yeah. director of Scarface. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie, he also directed Carrie. Um, Original Carrie. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, new Carrie. Not, not Carrie the musical either. There was a Carrie you the musical. You know how I feel about you know, like new Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> and that's Chloe. not even the that's Grace that's Moretz. the newest Carrie. There was a newer Carrie in the '90s with a oh, different actress, rage. and then Carrie's Rage. 
Well, Raid the Rage Carry or, Two. That yeah, was a right. sequel, yeah, was but they had another carry about, as well. I've seen that, oh. and I was like, "Wait, this Gotta is look the Sissy Spacek or the Chloe?" I think it was made for TV, and they just released uh. it on video. But oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It has that girl from May, Angela Bettis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah, her. I've seen, but that. I haven't seen. That I actually version. liked that. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Rage was terrible. Yeah, that was <laughs> I saw bad. that in theaters. <laughs> no, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Snake Eyes, you watched this one. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much what you would expect from a Brian De Palma movie, to be honest. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. It's not... He's a little over the top, but he's also kind of serious. It's a thriller. Hmm. Yeah, it was watchable. I remember. It's got a good. Suit. I think the first time wow. I saw it, I enjoyed it more than I did when I recently watched it. What's it about, Alan? Well, he's like this detective. Um, I forget the city, state, or whatever that they're in, but he's kind of like this hot shot, and he knows people who knows people, so he gets like these front. Uh, front row seats to the boxing or whatever and Gary Sinise plays his buddy who's in like the Navy or whatever it was and Dan they're at this Dan. big boxing match <laughs> Cage is you know he's got like the leopard print shirt oh his, his suit's great I love his suit <laughs> but then a murder happens and they're like oh no who did it so the whole movie's like oh, oh no who, who did it oh no who did it oh no who done it oh no oh no there's but, all these people yeah, nobody uh, saw anything oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Carla Gugino's in there. I love her. She she's is great. amazing. She's her. in a lot of stuff, but most most famously uh, being the main girl in Son in Law. Oh, that is where I fell oh, in love with her. Yep. I Sin do City. like mm-hmm. her. Tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's so great. Yeah, she's, I like uh, her a lot actually. Watchmen. Yeah. She's in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a Who Done It movie. And I, <laughs> yeah. like back in the nineties, you were like, Who oh, no, Who Done It? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw nothing. <laughs> Everybody's like, It wasn't me. Uh-huh. Very intense music. What do I do, Nick? What do I do? (laughs) Running through seats while there's like this big boxing match going on. Yeah. No. It was just a big whodunit movie. That's how I labeled it. Worth the watch, though. It was watch. I remember, I think, the case when it came out on VHS, because I think I still have the VHS. It was purple. The case, the whole mm-hmm. case was purple, because these were... Yeah, and the movie poster was, like, <laughs> yeah. all purple, and it was just, like, Nick Cage looking up with a leopard print shirt. So, <laughs> Snake Eyes. Not to be confused with that piece of crap G.I. Joe spinoff that came out last year. Uh, uh, <laughs> also called Snake Eyes. Uh, <laughs> what? That movie uh, sucked. I, I, didn't I didn't say that. It. I just felt bad for the, you know, the lead actor. It should have been Ray Park. <laughs> but then again, no, it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't, because he can't do He dialogue. can't act. Yeah. He's an awesome stuntman. We've said this before. Don't give him any speaking lines. Um, <laughs> I just feel bad for I like, do feel like, like I love get Ray first Park. big shot at an action movie or whatever. Like They're like, oh, this is my big break, and then it doesn't do well. Yeah. You mean like, I, I, I feel bad for actors. You mean like Taylor Lautner with abduction? Yeah. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. Like you know, I was like, hey, man. I feel bad. He didn't for all blow. Actors. He didn't blow up. Yeah. He, he's he's even lo- lower sucks. on the totem pole than Kristen Stewart. You call your parents. You're like, mom, I made it big. Well, he was Shark Boy. And then it's like, no, no, I didn't. With no, Lava Girl. I don't remember who played Lava Girl though. It's the girl from uh, Spy Kids. It's I'm not her. Sure. It's not her. Or no, it's um. Her name's Alex. Lava Girl. <laughs> I, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't think of her name. Okay, I'll look it up. All right, I got two more to end before we end this Nick Cage-a-thon for 80s and 90s. Uh, this next one is one of my personal favorite movies um, that Nick Cage has done. It's a hard watch for some people because of the subject matter, but it is 8mm, which came out in 1999. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, directed by Joel Schumacher. 
did, did who gave us this. Batman Forever say, and Batman and Robin. Fresh of Batman <laughs> yeah, he did forever. come fresh off Batman. Yeah, oh, Batman, no. for, yeah, Batman and Robin. The last one, yeah, sorry. Uh, in fact, the scene at the end of the movie when he's fighting Machine in his home, uh, the property that they used, they didn't pay for it. It was owned by um, people. But the people, uh, Joel Schumacher instead gave them a bunch of Batman and Robin merchandise as payment. Like posters and t-shirts and cups and things to let <laughs> let like, them uh, shoot. Got a shit ton left over. Right. right. That and nobody wanted. Go upstairs. Yeah. Hey, it's it's on the bad movies that are great. So I mean, I I do I do like Batman mm-hmm. and Robin for a different reason. I would but say, it's. Yeah. Want to wreck my kitchen? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I get the Batman. Give me the Batman car. You want to have at it, man? Have oh, at I it. want three cups. I want four t-shirts. <laughs> I want a movie poster, <laughs> individual character posters, so I can put them together. Signed by the original actor. Signed yep, signed. Well, not George Clooney. I don't want his. I'd still take Clooney's no, autograph. No, I'm good. I'm good. You can keep Chris O'Donnell's. The, oh, the what's-his-face is from True Blood. The bad guy. Masked guy. Oh, it's Machine. Yeah. He's yeah. from True Blood. He's in a few things, actually, just popping up here and there. He just has one of those faces that just, he's like a character actor. Yeah. Pops up a lot yeah, of things. Dark movie. But yeah, 8mm. Um, Nick Cage is uh, like a private eye, and he's hired by this rich old woman who is going through her late husband's will and, and, and belongings and things, and they come across this 8mm film movie. And it's a snuff film. So automatically, that's that tells you it's a very, it's a hard watch because it does mm-hmm. it does dive into the world underground world of snuff films, um, which makes me sound even worse that I love this movie. But it's not because of that. <laughs> it is just a really good movie. Um, but there something happens to the girl that's in the snuff film, and it looks like she's murdered. But she the the old woman doesn't know if the person if it's real or if it's just a movie so she hires Nick Cage to find out what happened who this person is and if they can find him so that's what it is and he goes like i said into the deep underworld of nasty nasty porn and everything but he gets to meet Joaquin. He did. He does get to meet nice. Joaquin Phoenix, who has one of the greatest <laughs> names for a character ever in a movie. What is it, Alan? Max California. Max California. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I tried to do the sultry voice. <laughs> and he works at Adult Books. It just says Adult Books. Yeah, the store is Adult, adult books. books and Movie Arcade. <laughs> and uh, our first meeting between Cage and Joaquin Phoenix... Walking Phoenix asked him if he'd like a battery-operated vagina. Can I interest you in a battery-operated vagina? <laughs> He's like, I think I'm going to pass. And then he gives the line, Oh, I'd hate to see you caught in one of those everyday situations that calls for a battery-operated vagina, and you just don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know so what those great. situations I love it. <laughs> so but I don't. It's so funny. It's just to sell the product. He probably like, yes. had a goal that he had yeah, to sell you know? the product. So Nick Cage enlists the help of, of Joaquin's character because Joaquin works at the adult bookstore and knows a lot of the underground porn and snuff films and things like that. So they go even further. He, Joaquin has guys. <laughs> He's got a guy He's for this. Guy He's got a guy for this. Takes him to these black market uh, deals of videos that are too extreme <laughs> for the public. And it's 
It's disturbing. They don't Very show disturbing. a lot of stuff, but no, it's it's implied, which I'm glad, but it's implied oh, and it sure. makes you feel so gross watching this movie, but it's great. Nick Cage isn't over the top. There yeah. is a few scenes where he screams and yells, but it's warranted. Right. Because he's yeah. angry. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Stormare is in it as the porn producer Dino Velvet, and he's he, creepy and sleazy like he is he in a lot of stuff. The, every time he plays a villain, it's like creepy like he's and been sleazy. In so many films, like if you search his name, like you just like, and he's he usually playing there. a villain. The, yeah, because yeah. I think he was what he was the devil in Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I remember him most from um, Armageddon Bad Boys too. Oh, Armageddon. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. He wasn't a villain. Yeah. He was just a Russian astronaut stuck in space for mm-hmm. too long. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> on Fargo. You know, God. he's got his own niche. <laughs> he's terrifying in Fargo, and he barely says anything. I don't really remember that movie. He it's him and Steve, Steve Buscemi. Too. I think so. He played the brother of the Yes, the first, he did. The first he, did. he was like, he's like well, <laughs> you killed this dog? He's like, you brought that here? <laughs> um, he plays good villains. I'll give him that. This movie was originally scheduled for a Christmas release, oh. but due to the subject matter, it Man. was moved to February. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the original title of the movie was Sexy World. <laughs> sounds like really? A, yeah. Sounds like a sequel to Cool World. Can you imagine Nick Cage in like a Tonight Show Nick Cage. And he's sexy in the movie. Yeah. He's like, so tell us what happens in Sexy World. He's like, oh, well, uh, Dave, it's funny. But <laughs> so, uh, sexy World. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm not um, watching this movie. <laughs> They did make a straight-to-video sequel to this. It was called 8mm2. I never watched it, but I, I saw that it came out. Yeah. It's, I think, the same company that made Roadhouse 2 because it stars the Roadhouse. same guy. <laughs> Jonathan Sheck. He played Jimmy in That Thing You Do, the lead mm-hmm. singer. Yeah. So he was our lead in 8mm2 and Roadhouse 2. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're no, not. Probably I'm not. It's not. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm good. I'm not going to ruin it. Well, it's his fault time. because when he was in The Wonders, he quit. He did. He quit. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. Very um, underappreciated movie. James Gandolfini is also in this movie as a sleazeball, um, one of the bad guys. Think of Tony Soprano. Good, good performance uh, by him. <laughs> Very similar to his performance in True Romance, which I was telling you about. Everybody needs to watch True Romance. If anybody out there has never seen True Romance, please watch it. It is the best, my favorite movie written by Quentin Tarantino, and it's directed by Tony Scott, and it's super cast. Christian Slater, Brad Pitt, Gary Oldman, like, everybody is in this movie. It sounds very Dennis Hopper, Christopher Walken. I might have seen this. Really good. Um, And James Gandolfini's in it, and he dies a similar way in True Romance (laughs) than he does in 8mm. He gets beaten to death by one of the main characters. And uh, in this one, there was a scene where Cage sort of beats his face in with the butt of his gun um which was shot off screen we just it was implied but originally yeah you can hear it. it's really disturbing but joel schumacher originally wanted to show it and the mpaa was like no you show it it's nc-17 just that scene because he really wanted to make that detailed (laughs) Mm, no but you know joel also did lost boys loved it love that (laughs) Um, but yeah, eight millimeter. Like I said, hard to watch, but really good movie. Mm-hmm. Good performances. Yeah, it was fucked good. up, but yeah. good movie. It's like one of those movies like you can only like watch once a year, right? And there's no need. But you'll to watch it once every. 
Yeah, every few, few years. years. <laughs> it's been, it, like, before I watched it, it'll it, stick with it, you. It, it had been a few years yeah. since I watched it. No, I the like, scene oh, yeah. that got me, like, it just, like, really, like, made me feel some things was when he's about to beat the shit out of James Gandolfini and actually calls the mom of the girl that he's looking for to Yo, get permission yeah, he said, to hurt him. Tell me how much you Tell me how him. much you loved your daughter. Give me permission to hurt him. That that was I a felt great that. scene. And I think it was that just, was intense. Like being a dad, I was like, yeah, that would be me too. Like if I lost a kid and someone's like, I'll do this up like, yeah, I loved her. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, that hit different. Because the first time I watched it I wasn't a dad yet, but I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at the end of our mm-hmm. Nick Cage-a-thon with one last movie, and that is Bringing Out the Dead, which also came out in 1999, directed by Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, shocked which a lot of people that. didn't know. I was yeah. shocked to see that when uh, bringing, popped up. Bringing Out the Dead, we get uh, Nick, uh, Nicholas Cage, of course. We get Ving Rhames. We get John, John Goodman. Goodman again. Um, and Nick Cage is a burnt-out ambulance driver that has Ew. to drive the... The midnight shift. I haven't and seen just, this And he's one so haunted by all time. the people that he's had to try to save and whatnot. So, but this one is like the one main girl, right? Hmm. That because she's the one that keeps popping up. Like he sees yeah. her face on certain people or whatever. Very, you would never know it's Martin Scorsese that did yeah, this. But at the same I time, I never would have guessed Hugo was Martin Scorsese <laughs> or Silence with Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. Uh, was a Martin Scorsese movie. Hmm. So everybody, you know, every director has that one movie yeah. where it just doesn't seem like them, but then yeah. at the same time, it's still a good movie. It was a good watch. Uh, this one's a tough one to watch, too. It it's just, yeah. it's very dark and twisted. This, this um, was a movie I watched as a kid, probably mm-hmm. when it came out, I'm assuming, because I was not a sheltered child, as we know, that my parents let We've me learned. watch whatever. Yeah. Um, so. Our viewers know. And it was one of those movies that I'm like, you remember, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing this, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I know this movie. Even though when you brought it up earlier, I was like, what? And then you have to look at the when case. You, when you told me what I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the big red cross with Nick Cage's face in the middle. Yeah. On the case. Yeah. I have it on VHS. So uh, I only wrote down one little stupid trivia about this movie. It has nothing to do with the movie, but apparently this movie and Sleepy Hollow were the last movies to be manufactured and released on Laserdisc, if anybody out there remembers Laserdisc. Laserdisc was like DVDs, but they were the size of vinyl records. <laughs> they were ginormous DVDs. I want to see this and player that they the, They had Laserdisc players. Well, it looked like a, like a record, record player, player, but this, yeah. you know, the, the slot was just a big slot that you just stuck <laughs> yeah. it in there. It's like sliding but, a pizza with, in the with, oven. With, but, but the thing is, is with DVDs, they're, they're able like to fit that. the whole movie on the one disc. But on Laserdisc... They had to use multiple and both sides. They had a huge oh, they, right. they just couldn't <laughs> get it right. That's why that that's why that, that tech no. went out so quick. But yeah, Man. they were huge DVDs. That's and crazy. they I remember my cousins had a laser disc player and they had a few movies because their movies came looked like vinyl albums, you know, that you're putting on the shelf or whatever. And they had Titanic, and I think that was like Six or seven discs like, yeah, for that it's movie. Like two what? DVDs. Right. That yeah. was like four VHS tapes, if I recall. I think it's two. two. It was two. It was, yeah, two. It was two VHS yeah. tapes. And it was two DVDs. Yeah. I think the stand too. was four tapes. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's uh, Laserdisc. It's interesting. You should look it up. Uh, but yes, that did it's exist. It's so funny because I always hear Laserdisc and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's just a DVD. That's what I'm like. You mean you a know, DVD? Yeah, Technically, yeah. Te- hit with it. Okay. Yeah, Technically, it was. Way. It's called a DVD. <laughs> that's okay. so funny. Well, it's like, I it's, wish I would have had one. I wish I had one. It was like, like, how like, fun is you know, that to do? Right. You know, it, it was fun, but it I was feel like tough. It's it would be tedious. Yeah. It would be tedious and <laughs> just I like records. So. Bigger surface to scratch, you know, than yeah. the TVDs. Yeah, God forbid you drop um, that. Oh like, my god. But uh it, you know, it's like looking up Betamax tapes. You know, a lot of people don't know about those, don't remember those. Those were in the 80s, early 80s, but those were basically VHS tapes but just a little smaller. Like VHS tapes are probably like this mm-hmm. on the side. The Betamax was like this. No. And they had Betamax players, but it looked like a VHS tape, just shorter. Oh, okay. Those were interesting, like too. a big cassette tape? No, no, it like looked exactly like a VHS <laughs> tape, but just shorter. So you kind of wonder, why did they have it at all? But they did. They're just trying out different shit, you know, seeing what works, what sticks, what doesn't. No, yeah, yeah. Obviously it didn't stick. No, mm-mm. VHS ruled. <laughs> it did. And then DVD came out. Yeah. And then HD DVD. Remember those? Yeah. Oh my god. Those those HD DVDs were competing with Blu-ray. Because HD DVDs, that didn't last at all. And no. the Blu-ray cases had or Blu-rays had the blue cases. HD DVDs had the brown cases that were small like Blu-ray cases. Those were the compete the mm-hmm. competition. Yeah, I don't if think you I don't have, remember, it's yeah. because it didn't last very long. It was like like it was like gone. Yeah. <laughs> Craziness. No, well, that movie. What was, what is bringing it out the dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bing Rames, and I think he was my favorite in He's the movie. Like my favorite. He was everything. hilarious. Like every time he had like a little silky perm, and he was talking to Queen <laughs> Teeth on the radio. He's like, "I got you, Big Mama." <laughs> I was just dying every time he was on there, man. It, it was. But you and then Mark you, Anthony. Oh yeah, Mark. Mark Anthony that. played right. the crazy dude, and yeah. I didn't know it was him until I saw the end credits. But his face looked familiar. But I was like, I want the fucking Mark Anthony. <laughs> then I went back, I rewound it. I was like, Oh, that fucking ass Mark Anthony. <laughs> That's a good game. So we found two musicians in Nick in Nick Cage movies yeah. this episode. We'll see how many are in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode is what. 2000, 2000 to 2010 yeah. with his movie, That's which is a, a good chunk of really good ones, too. Should be to 2015. We can, yeah. if you want. There is a lot, there is a lot of them, but there's a lot of good ones between 2000 and 2010, which I'm yeah. excited to briefly talk about. Yeah. Like Matchstick Men. I really like mm-hmm. that movie. Gone in 60 seconds. Gone in oh. 60 seconds. That, I that almost was 99 was and I was excited. I was like, yeah, 2000. Like, what? 2000. I, was like, <laughs> I thought the same thing. No, I gotta it's, wait. it's one of my favorites. I don't that's know a why. Great I just, that's I another just good, really love that movie. Like Con Air. That's a good ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of great characters yeah. in that movie. But it's just that. Alright, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I do when I wake up in the morning before I go to work. All right, let's go. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just wanted more like, let's fucking get it over with. I can see you doing that and then just cracking up at yourself. I do, because I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. It's the third part that's like... The third part's going to be interesting, but because that's going to be a while... Uh, um, it's going to be a struggle because there's so much shit so I haven't many. seen. Well, a lot of I got a couple I can bring over, um, but you I still need to watch Pig, but, just, but that's in that's a, on HBO just Max. Just bring me a bin of Nick I, Cage movies. Well, I'm waiting 
before we do that episode because I have a movie he did last year. I bought it, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's yeah, The yeah, Prisoners yeah. of the Ghost Land. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting. Maybe we can all watch it or something okay. one day. That sounds good. But there are a few that I just, I'm probably not going to watch. Mm. Like have left, you seen Willy's left. Wonderland? Yes. Great okay, movie. That yes. movie's amazing. I did yeah, watch that. I love that one. <laughs> um, and I was telling you about the one, this will be in the third episode, the one where, <laughs> what's his name? Russell Brand. Oh, Army of One. Army of One. It's so bad it's good. Oh, I was like, Him and Russell Brand. Is like, it's a true story. Nick Cage, uh-huh. maybe. white beard, uh, maybe. silver hair, ponytail. Yeah. It's fantastic. I was like, I'm watching it just for this. Yeah. And the fact that <laughs> Russell Brand is playing God. <laughs> yeah, that one was... Worse than his hair in Bangkok Dangerous? I don't know if I want to watch that one again. <laughs> no, but you know, the ponytail, the silver hair ponytail wasn't bad. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. Just goes like, mm-hmm. but you know, the next the next decade's good because I think we get the National Treasure movies, and yep. I love those movies. Yeah. There's a series coming out which I'm not sure even has Nick Cage in it. I did, but there's know still that. plans for a third movie. Yeah, Disney Plus is going to be releasing a lot of crap. They just got uh, acquired rights to make a Goosebumps live action series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be better than the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which card did? Well, no, they did have a live action series. That's yeah. what I meant from yeah, the early nineties. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I thought it was a cartoon. They... I'm thinking of something else. They're bringing back just new. It's it's just a, yeah, it's a revamp. Reboot. Okay, I guess nothing's more iconic than that theme song. Yeah, you sang it on the in the dog with the, the TV yeah. show. Yeah. 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 That shit was creepy. And the G is just on a shadow floating everywhere. Yeah. The melty booger. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this it is did like runny like, boogers. They did, the, yeah, the title looks like boogers. The goosebumps. Yeah, the books were super uh, awesome. Okay, we got a little off, off key there. That's okay. That's what we do. No. We talk off key. Story of my life. I didn't get to talk about some of the other things I wanted to talk about, but it's okay. I'll briefly mention. Ryan Gosling's our new Wolfman. Woo! There's a new Wolfman movie coming. People are kind of upset about Ryan Gosling, but personally, I like him. I was him. like, you talked about this, but that was before we were yeah. He is... <laughs> He is a good like, actor, so I'm about? seeing what he can do with Wolfman. <laughs> Plus, it just depends on the tone they're going for. So I'll watch it. Yeah, we don't we don't get a lot of Wolfman movies. We get a lot of vampire movies. We get a lot of zombie movies, serial killers, but you don't see a lot of wolf movies. Ginger um, Snaps. Yeah, but that was like two decades I know, ago. That movie's so good. The trilogy. Though. I have yeah, all three. So good. Yeah, Ginger Snaps is great. Mm-hmm. Love dogs. Dog soldiers. Underrated. And American Werewolf in London. I even like American Werewolf in Paris a little bit too. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, of course, but that's like four decades ago. I know, but so we don't get we don't get a lot of Wolfman movies, but we did get the Wolfman in like 2010 by Joe Joe Johnson with uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. You know, so um, uh, we did get Wolf Cop. I don't know if anybody saw that. That was great. (laughs) I started that movie and I was like, it's so silly, but I love it. You got uh, Red Riding Hood. That was the one with the I liked her. It's I liked really her, bad, but that actually. movie just. I know it was. It was really bad. <laughs> we did get just, Twilight. There's wolves in that, right? Yeah. Wolfmen. Oh, well, or do they come? Do the they, guy but from they, Twilight's in that. But they <laughs> turn into wolves, yeah. not wolf men, right? They just turn into wolves. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cheating. I don't like that. And it needs to be Wolfman. Wolfman's got nards. Monster Squad. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that wraps up the Nick Cage episode part one. We will do a part two and three, of course, but it won't be consecutively. We're going <laughs> to 
it's a little bit too much Nick Cage. Yeah, to put all together, yeah, we didn't so. want to overwhelm people. We've yeah. probably overwhelmed you enough with just yeah, this episode. Probably. But, I was burned out uh, after watching the last 10 films. I was. Now we yeah, get to talk I about all I of them. I watched 10 as well, 10 or like, 11. Oh and... <laughs> uh, so we'll, do, we'll return back to our, our form for the next couple episodes and then revisit Cage again. So I'm hoping by the time the third episode we make is around the time his new movie this year comes out, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I'm very excited to see. I am too. We should all go to theaters and see it, and then we can talk about it okay, on the episode. I think it comes out in March. I think it does. Oh, okay. So it might be before around the time. So thank you, Alan, for joining us. On, yes, thank uh, you. For the Nick Cage episode. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, and we will see you again for Nick Cage Part 2. And three. And three. Yep. So until then. Because yeah. <laughs> I might just be on Hulu. Like, all right, man, I can't. <laughs> I can't watch you. Yeah. But until then, I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And we'll see you at the movies. Bye. Later.